I was always a woman. And it will always be a woman. Yeah, you hump that, stupid. Let's do it. Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? Yeah. Sparking up a J. Lighting up a J. <gasps> Getting high? I want my weed. I want, I want, my, I want my weed. Studies show marijuana can be very psychologically addictive. Man, them studies. We have blunts here. I've never done a blunt. I do one. No matter what I say, it draws controversy. Shout out. Shout out. Yes. Oh, man. You'd know that if you'd ever listened to my podcast. What's going on? Hey, you see that guy over there? I'm going to fuck that guy. I have no idea what he said. I'm just a podcaster. Coming to you on a Friday night. Yes, that's right. It is July 28th in the year of our Lord 2023. And that means you're listening to a special edition of Bowl After Bowl. We like to call them Bowls with Buds. I am Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. And I'm Dame DeLorean. And rejoining us in the bowl, it's Mary-Kate Ultra and Make Heroism! Hey! Oh, yeah! Oh, man. How you been, strangers? Doing pretty good. How are you guys? We're doing uh, pretty well. Yeah, doing great. Yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy week. Um, st- still recovering from being sick, but finally starting to feel like a human right now. So oh, yeah. it's perfect, perfect timing. Very cool. The bowl is good Very for your legal. health. Very legal. Absolutely approved <laughs> in all fifty states. Oh man! Well, welcome back. You guys have uh, been the favorite regulars lately. We Aww. we didn't talk to you at all until two forty on four twenty, and then it's true. That was so fantastic. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then and we then had we, uh, the 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 Uranus meetup. Yeah, we we flew out there and uh, had a little little uh, adventure for your birthday. That was also a blast. Oh yeah. man, the greatest time! I've still got like I just every time I'm down here, I'm just like. I'll find myself lost looking at this silly bowling pin frame Lorian got me, and I put that picture of all of us at the bowling alley in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so sweet. So it's just like right here all it. the time. With your crazy faces over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's been a wild ride. That was, wait, so we were on 240, 250, and 260. And then 260, yeah. Here we are. Back again. <laughs> I love the numbers it. don't lie. That's right. That's right. You can't uh, 
Can't mess with the numbers. Well, that's killer. Uh, thanks for coming back on. Thanks for having us. Of course. We've got a number of things to talk about, but uh, what I wanted to start with was y'all's latest uh, adventuring into uh, the Jackbox games that we've been playing on Sunday. Yeah. Um, we've kind of like roughly had the idea of a game night type thing for a while. And, uh, you know, with all the podcasting 2.0 stuff and really just how boring all the political and socio-political shit has been. Right. It's just been like, let's do something fun. So, yeah, we're trying to bring a fun night into the community. Not talk about, like, what the fuck the news is talking about. Or, like, mm. negative stuff and trauma porn constantly. But actually, like, being on your guys' show really helped kickstart us to really join the community in a real way. I mean, I think going out in, in person and touching you guys and seeing everybody, um, kind of seeing the impact that all your shows have on one another and the community at large, I think that that really pushed us forward to, to start streaming little Jackbox games just to, you know, offer another space for weirdos like us. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> yeah, hey, likewise. you guys are very motivating people. Um, not trying to like, you know, like just gas you up, but I, I don't know. Like you guys, you're very magical people and very inspiring. I have no idea how you guys have kids and do all <laughs> that you do. Like, I'm. I just learned how to parent myself recently. Yeah, <laughs> and like, uh, like. I don't know, like, just, we just started to really, really be a part of the community, and um, it's awesome, but also exhausting. Um, so, I don't know, just looking at you guys, it's really inspirational. Like, Lorian, didn't you have a, didn't you have a child, and then you guys did a Bowls with Buds that night? Or am I misremembering? Uh, the last one, we skipped... <laughs> For like two nights, we like rescheduled for the next day mm -hmm. or something. Maybe two days later, yeah. but yeah, pretty much because yeah. I know, think that was the first. Uh, then, yeah, that was the first. The first time Sir Paul that, was. Uh, no, it was effortless. Oh no, you're right. That was effortless. Yeah, it yeah. was effortless. You're right. Yeah, the baby delayed. I get that my whole. I get my Canadians mixed up all the time. <laughs> There's lots of them. <laughs> there is yeah. a ton of Canadians. <laughs> Yeah, I have, a, I have a newfound love for Canadians because of the No Agenda community, because there's so many of them. Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> that's for sure. It's it's kind of a strange thing. It's like a big gang of based Canadians. Like, who would have known? Yeah, exactly. I you, you wouldn't think that. You'd think, like, oh, they're all, I don't know, like, I'm nice and maple syrup and all that crap. But yeah, no, they're they're the real deal. No doubt. Yeah, Lauren, you're the the big birth trooper. Oh, yeah. Well, I just, you know, <laughs> spit him out upstairs and then have you carry me down to the bowl. That does help. Like a faggot on your back. That was the description we gave the last time. I remember, yeah. <laughs> you're well, like, oh, I'm carrying you around like a bundle of sticks. 
Yeah, like that Led Zeppelin album where he's got a humongous faggot on his back. Yep. <laughs> Was that four? That sounds right. I'm not the uh, best. I'm going to uh, embarrass myself. Yeah, I only remember... Uh... You could have said any number there. <laughs> yeah. And I would yes. have been like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely it is indeed four i've uh consulted with the book of knowledge see that's what you do i love it look it up real quick um speaking of real quick i'm throwing the last of this sundro that y'all gave me for my birthday into the grinder right now i was saving the little last smooch for of it for this very special bowl that's right did we have that? Did we have any of that? I don't remember. No, okay. no, we just gave it all well, away. Good, I'm glad. Yeah, uh, that's what you got to do. Just <laughs> give it all guys. away. Gave it all away. Gave all the weed and the. Oh my god, those brownies! They were like uh, <laughs> terrorizing. I was like, how do you even fit as this much weed into a brownie? It didn't taste like weed much. It oh. tasted like chocolatey goodness, scrumptious brownie. But yeah. then it was like, yeah, for lack of a better yeah. term. <laughs> Yeah, the technical term. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I can't inside feel, baseball. I can't feel my face, but I can feel like the webbed be- skin between my toes, and I'm like super <laughs> conscious of it. And what <laughs> the fuck is going on? I know, and I had the tiniest sliver. Yeah, I like just smelled it. I didn't even eat it, and it was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I questioned my whole life that night because of that brownie. I went inside, <laughs> and um, Lorian, I didn't tell you this, but I swear to God, I heard your you 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 weren't even there. You were in the basement, but everybody was outside, and I heard in the wilderness like a humming, and I swear it came from you, and I was Whoa. like. Wow, that's hypnotizing. And then I went inside and then I saw this giant cross. And do you guys remember like it was that it was a biblical saying? Oh yeah. Like above Above the <laughs> above stairway the going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like obsessively reading it and I'm like, I gotta go sit down. For some good uh, weed. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I had a, a holy experience that night. Um, but luckily, the the next night, um, I got my bearings together and had a had a great time. Nice. I still had fun, but got a little uh, jacked up and felt like I was in another dimension because Missouri is kind of it. Kind of is like another dimension. It's a it's it, a wild place, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. It it, uh, it just feels like its own. It's own little world. And the Ozarks are wild. Yeah, that's yeah. like a... It's so funny, because that's like even a particular area of Missouri. That exact area I'd never been before, but like even the lake area, a little north of that, I'm not... Uh, you know, I just vacation there during summers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, there's just so much in Missouri... We have uh, every type of terrain, like forest, desert, swamp, all of that, except for tundra. Like, tundra is the only thing that we don't have in Missouri. Wow. Yeah. But everything, <laughs> yeah. everything else you can find somewhere in it's some It's another planet. Confirmed. There's a desert there? Yeah, there's little deserty spots. 
Mm, that's cool. And like, I like uh, the desert. Cause the, I don't know the, what it is. It's super arid when it butts up to Oklahoma and stuff. And then, um, there's deserty spots around the Ozarks. Hills and mountains, although mountains, uh, we have like the smallest mountains. <laughs> <laughs> still technically mountains. Yeah, yeah, they still count. The Mozark mountains. Little mountains. Yeah, I saw my first tumbleweed ever in Missouri. <gasps> and I've also oh. seen my first tumbleweave ever in Missouri. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. That's how you know you're in Midtown. Yep. When the tumbleweave uh, tumbles by. I've seen many a tumbleweave in my day. Mm-hmm. Rolling around. You went to school in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Indeed. At a Confucius Institute, indeed. It's always yeah, tumbly. Right. A Confucius Institute. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, what Adam pointed out, I think, yeah, a Temple few does years have ago. One. Mm. Yeah, a big one. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, what are you going to do? Um. Well, what I'm going to do is... I did want to say happy birthday to Booberry, the Mothman. Yeah, happy birthday, boobs. Because uh, it's his motherfucking birthday, and I think that uh, he's going to be around so we can call him later. Oh, yeah. That's what I hear. That's my. That's the rumor. Oh, yeah. So happy birthday, Booberry. Slip him a birthday call, because uh, we got him something special. <laughs> so I just want to tease it and also say happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday, Booberry. Happy birthday, boobs. It's also my little sister's birthday. That's right. Same day. Well, happy birthday to her. Yes. It's a great day for birthday. Yeah, I have two coworkers. Uh, It was their birthdays today, too. It's a popular day. That's wild. It's weird how it all lines up, like, sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when we were in Missouri, we were like, raise your hand if you're a Gemini. And I don't know, three-fourths of the people there (laughs) raised their hands. Yeah, that's pretty funny. (laughs) I think that it helps that just that time of year, something about us Geminis, we're like incredibly motivated to uh, party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so if somebody's like, oh yeah, there's a party this June, and anyone's a Gemini, they're like, Oh, I gotta fucking go to it. You're calling my name. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we gotta fucking go to it. I'm not gonna lie. That was our motivation. We were like, well, our birthdays. It's <laughs> fucking yeah. awesome. Let's just go. It's our birthdays. <laughs> Happy birthday to every motherfucker here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I loved it. I loved it. Um, Something else I've been loving lately. Is your Substack, Ooh. Mary Kate? The unthinking. Thank you. The unthinking, and I was interested first because I love origin stories. I was just interested in the origin of that. I'm not 100 percent sure if we talked about it last time. I don't think we we did. But uh, I don't think so. For those uh, curious, MaryKateUltra.substack.com is where you can find it. The great unthinking. Which I had to unthink the name of unthinking because I had been saying unthinking in my own head. Because I just, so is Booberry. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, listexic as fuck. Just uncertain thing. Like, it just hits me sometimes. Yeah, yeah. For- <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember how I 
like straighten myself out. But then it was like, oh, unthinking. Yeah, Actually, I kind of like that people mess it up, like, in a way, because that's kind of the point. Like, if you look at it, like, it's the great unthinking, but I like that some people are, like, unthinking, and then they go back and they're like, did I did I think the right thing about that? Like, I, I kind of like that it's, people second-guess it. It actually just hit me on uh, how I finally realized it, because uh, I was listening to Behind the Schemes, and Booberry was talking about your great unthinking, and he said unthinking... I think it was this most recent time or something. And I'm such a fucking dipshit. I was like, oh, no, oh, it's unthinking. <laughs> and then like had to like look it up because uh, I'm saying this to myself like, no, no, oh. <laughs> and then I looked it up and it's unthinking. And I'm like, oh, I found the retard and he is me. <laughs> no, no, I think that it. I, I don't know what it is about maybe because it's like not a I don't even know if it's like a word really I'm sure it's like technically a word um but it's just one of those words that like you don't say ever you're not like unthinking yeah. you say thinking but you don't say unthinking so I think it's just one of those things <laughs> unthinking something that's uh a bit <laughs> of a challenge unthinking. he's unthinking right now really made me unthinking on <laughs> uh so how what what is the can you give like a the birth of that idea or like what what's behind it like what are you unthinking about <laughs> okay um cool this is fun um well i guess i this is uh i actually didn't expect to to answer that but let me that's a that's no, a great question no pressure <laughs> no, it's it's a fun it's a fun pressure. But I guess I've always um as corny as it might sound, like I've always been really intrigued in, by by writing. Um when I was a little kid, I made my own fake uh magazine for myself to read um only for me. Cool. <laughs> I, I like I wouldn't even share it with friends. Um but I made like <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know really what it was about. It was just silly quips about being uh, an 11-year-old girl. And I called it uh, 11 Teen Magazine. And then I think uh, Dexter's Lab, the Cartoon Network show, there was his old his older sister, Dee Dee. She read a magazine called 11 Teen Magazine. And I don't know if I got that from there. But I remember being like, they stole that idea from me. Oh, no. <laughs> My magazine, that was just for me. How dare they? But, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I've always been uh, really, really interested in in writing. And it's been a core part of, of how I express myself. I have a hard time, I think, uh, expressing myself in a kind of brief way. <laughs> and uh, I really... Uh, I don't know, like, what I like about, blo like, blogging um, and why the Substack works so well for me is I can kind of view it like it's this virtual little magazine of just my take on things because I've got a lot of big opinions, and when I don't get them out, um, I act like a, a shitbag. So it's... 
it's really healthy for me to express myself this way. Like really, honestly, it's, it's therapeutic. Like, it's like, okay, at least I, at least I got my opinions out there. And I'm also a really visual thinker. Um, I'm a really visual learner. And I think, um, like words itself don't really cut it when it comes to really big ideas because I think a lot of the stuff that I want to talk about is essentially society at large. Um, if you haven't noticed, I have quite a few complaints about society and how it how it works. Um, how it was mean a huge I... mistake from the start. <laughs> ah! You know, and I. I don't like, um, I, I really bottled all of this up. Like I said, like from when I was a little kid, I, yeah. I, I wrote stuff down. And I didn't want to share it with anybody because mm -hmm. I didn't have any solutions. And I reached the point in my life when I realized, hmm, I was living this way for for everything. Like I didn't have, like I would bottle everything up inside and... I didn't want to bring anything up unless I had a solution for the problems going on. And then I realized, oh, wait, if I don't talk about it, then there's no way it'll get better. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about writing and expressing myself. Like, if if I just keep it all inside, I'm, I'm going to be a mess. And yeah. I, so really, it's out of necessity that I, I'm doing this, this sub stack. Um, and... Before the Substack, there was always something. Um, I For years, I worked on this draft of this book that was essentially about uh, society at large or really dystopia. Um, I have a, I, a fairly cynical view of reality. Um, I, I'm not saying that it's the most correct view of reality, but that's just what it is and it doesn't hurt to be honest about that sure um so i would just work on this draft and it would it would sort of be like posts that i would do and i realized i'm like oh i'm really just talking to myself and then i um when i had instagram i started this this account where Every single day I wrote a poem or a haiku or, you know, something short and I would take a picture of something and I would write about that picture. And it was again, it was very therapeutic. Um, then I got rid of all my social media, essentially. So I stopped I stopped posting to that, but the need was still there. So I I resurrected it in a way through this sub stack where it's like, okay, I'm going to take pictures and edit them or take historical pictures and mix it with AI and then describe how that imagery makes me feel. Really, its purpose is just to show my my view of reality cuz my view of reality is really warped i'm not going to i'm not going to lie, but i think that there's some valid truths to my perception is just like everybody else's so yeah i think so <laughs> i think so <laughs> that's uh that account you brought up that kind of reminds me of lorian when you would do like the moon the moony musings which oh, is like yeah. you have gone in and My out over time problem is yeah i'm consistently inconsistent Mm, so me it's like, too, girl. Yeah, I'll start something <laughs> and I'll be on it. And then one day 
I just fall off the horse. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I guess I didn't love it enough. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I'll like find something else to do. Do that for a bit and then fall off. Yeah, when you were talking about having a draft of a dystopian novel, that triggered me because I, too, have a box full of scrap piece of papers where I'm, like, writing random scenes of this book in my head. I'm like, yeah, someday, someday this will come mm-hmm. together. But, of course, if something happens to me tomorrow and someone finds that box, they're just going to be like, what the hell is this shit? It's a mess. <laughs> yeah. Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um that that's like kind of my my whole life is just like I'm always scribbling like oh this this idea will go to to this idea to this idea and it just stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks and <laughs> that that's why um I'm really trying to to be on it um with this substack I I stopped for several months and I was like I don't Ah, like the shame of like having to go back to something that you you put down like, oh, I hate that feeling. But again, this is really I'm doing this for myself. Like I'm doing this for my own like mental well-being. I'm like, no, I can go back to something. I can resurrect something. This is something that I care about doing. Um, Well, and you had a really big idea that you wanted to tackle in a (laughs) very big way. And you know, I mean, since, you know, now you've posted about it and it's like becoming smaller, but multiple posts over time about one subject matter, instead of trying to tackle it all at once, it's mm-hmm. really just chipping away at this yeah. one central idea for the next couple posts or whatever. Yes. And that, that. <laughs> what I'm what I'm currently working on now is my downfall. Um, it mm. <laughs> it's women. Um, the, I, I yeah, I saw the latest post. <laughs> I, women, many have <laughs> driven me uh, very crazy. So I'm always interested to see like an explanation. Yeah, I of mean, what I, might I, possibly I, be going on with women. <laughs> it's a mess. There's a lot of stuff. It's going a mess. On. <laughs> Lorian and Lorian, God bless you. Like you're, you're a wonderful woman. And I, and here's here's the deal. I don't want anything that I say to come across as though I hate women, um, or you know, like I don't hate myself. Uh, everything that I'm trying to say about women is coming from compassion. I think. Um, I think there's a sense of like frustration there. Yes. Sure. I think um, that all of that comes across. I, I really appreciate the perspective because it's like we live in this wild time where uh, it's the Barbie movie thing and everyone's like, you know, women are in charge. Women are the best. Women are the number one because mm-hmm. women and there's not like an underlying big, deep thought reason behind it. It's just like, oh, well, it's like their turn or they earned it or they need to balance some weird unbalanced scale or, you know. That reminds yeah. me of the uh, the vagina card happening in our car when we were giving some activists a ride one time. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. And this that. is like, yeah, frustration point with women. Mm-hmm. I don't remember even how it came up, Spence. Will you? Uh... Oh, it was <laughs> some car ride to one event or another, and one of like the. Uh, oh, it was the big um, cheese money guys. Yeah, the industry association meetings, right? Yeah. So the cannabis industry association started, which is literally CIA. Oh God, <laughs> that just it. sounds so gross. It was yeah, yeah. like licking the <laughs> floor. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, and we were picking someone up from there and uh, going back to the home base. And so we had like, ugh, ugh, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking for it forever. You have, uh, you know, free market people in the vehicle and then this uh, floor licker for lack of better terms, who was, you know, like a titled floor licker with a, you know, status uh-huh. and title and whatever. And so... A name tag. Yes, exactly. So there was uh, one of the guys in the car, he asked her, like, so what do you bring to the table? And she said, a vagina. And it was just the most cringe moment of my life, but also... Yeah, part of the frustration here. This yes. Is a, the women thing, it's a subject I don't even know how to tackle or where to begin. I don't think, I don't think we, the, the language is there to tackle it. it and Cause it's, that's... It's like what you're uh, kind of couching away from or afraid of, and rightly so, is the whole thing of like, well, it's just going to come off as hate when mm-hmm. it's not, you know? It's like... It's not hate, it's an honest exploration. But anything now in society, any like honest exploration of anything even remotely sensitive is all of a sudden like, oh, this is hate speech. Oh, you're hating. Yeah, anything with nuance. Yeah. Is just at critical nuance is just it's impossible now. Yeah. Yeah, and that's part of why um I'm adamant about that this style of writing where I, I'm going to have images and really like the images tell the story almost more so than the words. Um, like I said, I think I am a very visual thinker. I think a lot of women are, I think it's difficult for us to even talk about ourselves because we don't even have the, the words. Um, and Lauren, like you're explaining what that, that woman said what she brings to the table is her vagina. That could not be more objectifying. And I completely lose sight of the individual with all of this objectification that women so readily do on behalf of feminism and on behalf of women TM. They're like, where's the woman? Where's the person? I'm a person before I'm a, I'm a woman. I think yeah. Mofax said, you know, he's a, he's a person before he's a black man, you know, he, he's a man before he's a black man That's it. or sure. whatever. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. And this is, you know, my take on that is like, I'm a, I'm a human, <laughs> I'm yeah. a human first before this weird, this weird label. Um, that I've never really, I don't really know if any any woman actually relates to it. I just know that there's a lot of pressure for us to, uh, I don't know, like admire it and essentially worship it. And if we do, if we don't pay our dues to the union of womanhood, then we're we're bad people. Yeah, and it that, almost seems like you're performing womanhood yes. or whatever, performing as a woman whatever that is like now with all the other shit there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very complicated. No doubt. Well, I definitely haven't paid my dues to womanhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you rule. Not, not womanhood TM, but like, you know, the actual womanhood you, you definitely have. You're, you're a soldier of womanhood. Truly. The reality of womanhood. Okay. You know? Well, yeah, but then there's like commercialized <laughs> yeah. womanhood that 
it, it's very depressing to see. <laughs> like, I, I hate it for women. And then, you know, woman of the year went to a man. Remember yeah. when that happened? <laughs> and where was what, the, the outrage? Four with, years? Yeah, with women TM. Like, where's the outrage there? Where's our union? Well, it's not a, it's, well. It it doesn't it, it doesn't serve us. It doesn't serve anything but itself the, the, in the programming. The madness and insanity of all of that is it's literally brought to you by women. Tm like a yes, man winning yeah. a man winning woman of the year is brought to you by like it's not opposed by it was their fucking idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, yeah, and, and if, all mm-hmm. of them cheerleading it and forcing it to happen. It's wild. Yep. Cute. Yeah, and then you get labeled as a turf, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you, brought to you by Edward Bernays. Uh, well, yeah, Edward Bernays has a has a lot to do with this. Cosmopolitan um, magazine, and mm, yeah, uh, Freud's nephew, Anheuser Busch, and Marlboro, and <laughs> he essentially he essentially rebranded Freud and made him. I, I believe he made him famous in in America, and he also was the one that made smoking cool to women by making the suffragettes smoke cigarettes and. Uh, they took a picture of it like it was like paparazzi took a picture of women smoking cigarettes and then women saw that and started smoking cigarettes and you just can (laughs) see how like none of this has to do with individuality it all has to do with commercialization and commodification of identities and it's really fucked up so um, I'm gonna try to write about it Um, I don't know if I'm going to you know, say everything that that's in my head, but I'm gonna at least try again for my own mental well-being. Well, I think it's kick-ass. I always love your yeah, pieces. Yeah, me too. And the images are astounding. Like the art. Thank on you. <laughs> the great unthinking is incredible. Everyone has to go look at it. <laughs> it's really cool what you've done yeah i just like uh it's not like really high quality art but it's very it's very me so i'm happy about it oh it's high quality (laughs) yeah exactly it is high quality yeah truly truly the quality just called and it was like wow i am really high (laughs) oh man Yeah. yeah the other big story that uh caught my brain hole that you did was the one that uh you said was inspired after listening to the show and then you were talking about um the education system and like gifted learning programs mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah termites i think was the name of that one yeah that was mm-hmm. yeah about the um uh yes uh sp- well, really, special education and, and gifted education, m- more so about gifted education. But when you, you dig about gifted education, you realize um, you can't you don't really go far looking into gifted education without stumbling into special education, because that's kind of where it all stems from um, mm. is, you know, trying to. It's special on both sides. <laughs> well, it started to. It started by... That means um, the bell curve meme is real. (laughs) Yeah. Always has been. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but... Thank um, you! (laughs) The the gifted education program uh, for children, it it started with um, 
I think it started in the military, but even before that in France, it started with um, trying to find the kids with the lowest IQ and sort them out. And Mm -hmm. you'll see how that takes precedence over um, gifted, you know, sorting out the gifted children. But yeah. So that's, uh, it really just resonated with me because I was in a gifted learning program when I was in elementary school. And I went to the first four years public school, and then I was homeschooled for five. So I had like a break, which might very well have saved my ass. I really don't know. At the time, I really resented it because it made me like weird and an outcast. And uh, I thought it was kind of a waste of time because I didn't really do a lot of traditional school or learning on my own uh, at home. It was just kind of like imagine life on summer vacation, but all the time, you know, it wasn't like I was an idiot and I didn't read books and I didn't you know, learn things. And my parents always took us interesting places, but I wasn't like cracking books and shit. Um, Mm -hmm. We had curriculum like a traditional school, but only seriously used it for the first, you know, half year or something, maybe most of the first year. So I don't know, by the end of it, I was just really doing nothing academically. And then I went back to high school and I was like, oh shit, everybody else been pretty much doing nothing too. But had to turn in <laughs> papers about it. Like, I'm not sure. I think I just missed like a few fucked up things like dare and the sex video talk thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. The sex video and the AIDS video really messed me up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know nothing about those days. Oh yeah. Dodge I remember the AIDS video. Like it was like about like, Oh, don't do the blood brothers thing where you cut your hand open with your friends and, you know, spit in it and shake hands and shit. Like you'll get AIDS. It's like, what? Education. Don't don't go touching wieners with each other and and definitely don't do it like right now. Like after this video turns off, you better not like go out there and touch each other's wieners. Like, (laughs) yeah. Okay. I didn't even have that idea. Wasn't planning on that. Uh, where did that come from? <laughs> Where did it come from? But um but Where did it come from? <laughs> but Spencer, you said so you were in a, a when you were in public school you did um you yes. did partake in the gifted programming yes, when it, you were in elementary school? It was uh it was called Beyond Basics at our school. The- Beyond basic bitch. Beyond basics. Oh, I go to Beyond Basics, and it was like, uh, you know, looking back, it wasn't probably that much different socially than the uh, other end of the bell curve kids getting whatever special activity they got to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Although we did very interesting stuff. Like, the stuff we did in that class was some of the most memorable stuff I did ever in elementary school. Like, that's the first time... I learned about the Titanic at all, and uh, I made this diorama. It was just like a cardboard box that had a trap door, and then I built an ocean on top of that trap door. And then I had a construction paper Titanic that was in two pieces, you know, because, like, it split in half when it sank. It was, like, one of the biggest things I learned. Like, oh, God. So I wanted to recreate this splitting in half Titanic. Oh, that sounds awesome. So I made that. That was pretty cool. And then... uh we learned about electricity, and there was a couple of different games we or experiences we built, I guess you could say. Like one was we made a lighthouse out of a paper towel tube with an upside-down baby food jar on top. 
and then you make a okay. little you make a little paper cone. That was the first time I ever did the paper cone, where you like you make the circle, you cut a radius in it, and then you can spin a cone out of it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, put a light bulb up in there, and then rig the wires one end to a lantern battery, and the other end like to a cylinder that had strips of aluminum foil on it. So you just spin the cylinder and the light would turn on and off like a lighthouse. Neat. So you did like a bunch of cool like science projects kind of yeah. like, like together ha- or like hands on learning stuff. Yeah. As a group of, I don't know, maybe like six or seven kids that were in that thing yeah. out, of, out of my school of a couple hundred, I want to say, I don't know. I always also, I don't know. Everybody thought I could do more than I actually could because I was in that class <laughs> And I always tested well for whatever reason. Like, I never felt <laughs> particularly smart, but I just, like, tested well. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had a student teacher in first grade. And it was before I knew how to tell time. I didn't know how to tell time. But my teachers all thought I could tell time because I always knew when to go to Beyond Basics. And it was always kind of, like, bittersweet for me because we had this student teacher who was just, like, a college girl, I guess, looking back at it. But I always wanted to, like, interact with the student teacher we had for our class who would come every every three days or something. But every time she would come to that class, I would also be removed to go to Beyond Basics, like, at the same time. So I just saw – when I saw her show up, I would just stand up and get ready to leave because mm-hmm. I just knew it was the right time. I never knew how to tell a, look at a clock and tell time at that age, but I wasn't quite yeah, there. Just- but I just put, knew, you know. You put it together. Yeah. You, you knew, yeah. Um, I was like, oh, uh, Crystal's here. I got to go to Beyond Basics, I guess. Like, I'll never <laughs> meet her, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, so you wanted to stay, like, yeah, it do was, that It was like an instead. interesting new person, you know? I know exactly what you mean. Um, when when I, uh, this, this wasn't a gifted program. I am still trying to unravel exactly what it was. And honestly, conversations with you guys about this makes me realize a whole bunch of crap about my life that um, I don't think I I would have put together without having these conversations. But either way, um, I, I was taken out of reading class, which was my favorite class because um, I was had really great reading comprehension. I I failed in a lot of aspects of education. Um and I was a I was pretty I was pretty immature. Um but reading comprehension and, and writing that always made a lot of sense to me. Um and I would get taken out of that class and I'd get bummed because in that class I could get all sorts of prizes for being the best student. Um, but they would take me to this one-on-one learning session where they it was kind of like, I talk about it in termites a little bit, but yeah. it's, um, I, I, the whole time I, I was wondering what my purpose was there. It, it reminded me of when I had to take an IQ test. Um, it was like every time it felt like an IQ test. It was like, oh, do this computer program and learn or read this thing and then um, repeat back to me what it's about. And it really felt like 
more so of like a, a emotional like therapy session but also like I would talk to the lady like she was my friend and I would try to make her laugh and it kind of turned into this like comic routine that I had <laughs> with trying to impress her <laughs> because I was like oh I want to get my adrenaline rush from being good at something in my reading class and you're taking that away from me so I'm going to turn this into what I want it to be um and yeah when you guys were talking about your um, experiences in elementary school. It reminded me of this class and actually make heroism. Um, I brought this up to him. I, I really bring it up to to everybody who I'm really close to because I've been trying to figure out what the heck they were doing to me and like what they were testing, what was going on. And he had a similar type of programming, but it was a little bit different, I think. Yeah, they would take me out of class and we would do like very basic, like catch the ball kind of shit. Like, you know, uh, motor skills type, you know, finite. Follow my finger. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go to like an after school thing for the follow my finger thing because I thought something was wrong with my eyes when I was a kid. Like all sorts of like my parents had the very like. Oh, there's definitely something wrong with this kid, you oh, know, damn. mentality. So they yeah. just like kept throwing logs on the fire whenever. Oh yeah, of course. Offered. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any anything that they could throw at me, they would just try to like peg me with like, this kid's a retard, like uh-huh. definitely retarded. Um, <laughs> which like you know, I'm kind of retarded. It's it's fine, but like insubordinate. Yeah, it's more oh, sure. or less like you know, know defiant. <laughs> defiant you know insubordinate uh yeah police dude this is in pa um and so i had to do like the finite motor skills they had the uh oh what was it what what was the other shit that i was telling you about um there was some reading comprehension stuff like she's talked about you had uh, occupational yeah i had occupational stuff they they would you know make me type some stuff and Mm. like it was all just very basic, like, especially now, like, looking back at it, it's like, I work with guys that are in their 50s and stuff, and they can barely use computers, and I'm, like, 10, and I'm, like, doing stuff that these guys now, today, would have problems with, and I'm, like, looking at that, you know, in hindsight, and I'm, like, what was this about? Like why? And they, they would bring people into the schools to then take kids out of classes for this kind of stuff. Organizational skills. Like they would go through my backpack and like, you know, I'm a kid and it's like, you know, exploded papers inside and shit. And they're like, Oh, you, you know, you really want to like organize your stuff. Like, and I'm like, what is this even? I was always a disaster at that. My desk was like, Every paper jammed all the way in the back, crunched. Crumpled up yeah. and like just shoved in there. Yeah. I didn't it's... do homework for shit, but I like no. could test craziness. I bet they would uh said the same thing if I would have stayed in public school, man. Well, I've often thought that he maybe is a little autistic. Oh, they tried to peg me with that that stuff too. Oh, it was borderline autistic and borderline ADHD, which like we all know now that at least the ADHD part is just a complete farce to get kids to take drugs. Right. Yep. You know, it's not even a real concept. They they were just trying to hawk, you know, amphetamines 
and have parents be fine with it. <laughs> and it fucking worked like bonanzas. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gangbusters. <laughs> oh man. Like one of the grandest ideas. Yeah. One of the all time yeah. great schemes of our time. Yep. Sick. All cash, baby. <laughs> My experience was closest to Mary-Kate Ultras. Uh, My birthday was after the cutoff date for public school, but I'm pretty sure I was already reading before schooling age, which I guess is a sign of autism now. Early reading. Uh Apparently. Hyperlexia. (laughs) Yeah. She's so so smart. She's retarded. Yeah, my grandparents, Mm -hmm. they put me... (laughs) Really, truly. Yeah, my grandparents put me in a private school. And there was a guy that would come and pull me out of class every week, and it was just me and him one-on-one. And it felt like a bunch of IQ tests, but then also almost like a doctor's checkup where there were some days where, I okay, my memories feel really repressed around mm-hmm. this subject, which creeps me out the most. It's like, why can't mm-hmm. I remember exactly what was going on? I remember, like, toothpick challenges that are on, like, you know, the SATs or whatever, it's like, move one toothpick to make the letter M. Or build a bridge with toothpicks and the tiny marshmallows, you know? And I would do it all really quickly. Oh, I had quickly. to do these, yeah. Yeah, and then there would be times where he would take me into this little office, and there was, like, a white box. And you would look in it, and there would be, like, some sort of, like, pixelated image, and you would wear headphones, and it would make these beeping sounds. And... I have no idea what that was about. And like I said, I can barely remember it. And then the other thing I remember, though, was um, him holding up cards. And I would see the back of them, and he'd be like, what's on the card? And I went home, and I would tell my grandparents, like, hey, what is this about? Like, I'd ask. And I said, I feel like he's trying to see if I'm psychic. Do you think I'm psychic? Like, he thinks I can read cards through the back of them. Which I didn't, it's not like he would say, oh, you're correct, or oh, you're wrong. It would just be on to the next card, on to the next card. I had to do something like this, too. That's so weird. This is like, this is like freaking Stranger Things, which I don't really like referencing that, but it's this weird, like, MKUltra training. Testing us for Vril. (laughs) No, but like, I know it sounds inflammatory to say this, but. Um, when I was watching, like, I didn't like the other seasons of Stranger Things. The the most recent one really struck a chord with me, like, got me really emotional when she, you know, you saw the the main character, she was just training and, you know, like, in in salt baths and, and teleporting and... And this was what her training was and in this school of like, oh, can you do this? Can you do this with your mind? Can you do that with your mind? And it reminded me of, of my my education. That's a great way to put it. Like, oh, they're testing me f- to see if I'm psychic. That's how it felt. Um, it, it also instilled in me this anxiety of somebody being able to read my mind at all times. I always felt that way. Um like obsessively and i think that going through a similar thing oh larian what you're saying really triggers like memories <laughs> with like the the headphones yeah. and the beeping I, I remember the beeping for you know to test if you were losing your hearing but i remember a beeping one for it, it I, I remember it as like they are testing my intelligence with 
he sounds or something. They're testing my perception. And then the card thing. Wow, I didn't I forgot about that. It's so freaky. How, and how old would you guys say you were during all of that? Like what grades? Well, for age? me, this was private school. So it would have been before third grade. I'm gonna guess around first or second grade for me. Okay. Yeah. Um for me. So this all started, um, I, I mean, it started in, in kindergarten at the end of kindergarten, I have a summer birthday. That's what they like to say. The reason why is so they sent me, they sent me to transitional one. They, they gave me an IQ test. If I did well on it, I, um, I would still go to T1. If I did poorly on it, um, they'd, they'd try to slap some sort of diagnosis on me. I did well on it, so I went to T1 because I was immature and insubordinate. And um, that was a weird experience. And then, so I was, I guess, five, six years old for that. And then as when I got back to first grade, I would say it was first grade to third grade, I did this one-on-one testing thing. And then it just didn't matter anymore, which was strange because it's it stopped mattering when I, I started to do really well on the PSSAs. I don't, I guess you guys have an equivalent ones like, um, yeah, like- in Missouri, it's MAP. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty funny. Right. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we have MCAS in Massachusetts. Yeah, the Missouri. The state testing. Yeah. Assessment program or something. I started to take the PSSAs, and my reading comprehension was so good for that. And then I just stopped having to go to this one-on-one class for reading comprehension. It It was just so weird to me because everybody knew that I had good reading comprehension. That was, that's what I did great in. Right. Uh, and, and then I started proving it, even though I already proved it. Um, and then it stopped. Uh, it's kind of fuzzy really they cured you. with it stopping. They cured you maybe. <laughs> or completed yeah. the full sleeper training. <laughs> the training. <Yeah. laughs> now they're just, you know, just waiting till you hear the word jitterbug. i uh the thing that strikes me about all three of your stories versus mine though is i never had any of this kind of one-on-oneness which always sounds like ominous and creepy when i hear it told and talked about this one-on-one stuff uh even when uh i was doing like kindergarten admission assessment i remember that i had to go and do like it was before kindergarten, so I would have maybe been. I might have just turned five, because I'm a I'm a summer birthday too, as you know. So mm-hmm. I was like the youngest in my grade always, uh, but well before the cutoff. I think our cutoff was like late August sometime. And uh, I remember that there was like a maze, and there was like circle and colors and shapes, uh, and some basic shit, you know. And one of the things I did with the maze. I was I wrote left-handed primarily, but when I did the maze, I did like the maze started on the left and I started with my left hand and then like I got to the middle of the maze and switched hands and finished with my right hand or something. <laughs> and like they wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Like I heard about that so many times afterward. I didn't really think it was like remarkable or anything, but it was like you were pissing their pants about it. Oh my god, they, they, they were juiced. They were like this one. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> put them on ice. But I'm pretty sure there was even two people in the room during that. Like I don't ever remember a one-on-one thing. And I wonder if that's like an East Coast program that might be specific mm. out there or something. Or style, even. It might not be like a... The same they just need to get those job numbers up for like <laughs> teacher's assistance or some shit. Our student-teacher ratio is one-to-one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I tried when I was writing that article, I tried really hard to find even a title for the woman who, who did this role. My mom worked for the school district and worked at the school at, that this this occurred at for me. And, like, she was like, I don't know what it was called. I was like, okay, thanks. But, like, I can't, I just can't find any any information about it. I guess it's just like, I don't know, nowadays, um, I, I worked in several schools, um, a few years ago. And I mean, pretty much everything they, they try to take kids out for one-on-one sessions, but usually it's, you know, it's the special education stuff. Um, it's the kids with, with autism. And I really think that they were trying to pin autism on me, um, for, for many reasons. I think my mom had a lot to do with me not getting a diagnosis and, and me not, participating in gifted or much of special education. Um, But I I do think that that's what they were trying to pin on me, mostly because they said I was lacking, like, emotional maturity and all that. Um, And uh, they sent me to a class of, I think it was, like, 22 boys. All of them had autism. And then one girl with severe autism. And I spent every day... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like just playing bingo and and regressing really oh, because that's that's what it was and I I felt I felt really I felt like I was getting punished but I also did enjoy the people in that classroom <laughs> yeah. because they were all wild you know they were sure. they were rebels they were they were bad boys they were uh-huh. and they were they were the bad boys that had autism and they were knocking you know, over it, teachers in the hall and shit like literally they would right, do that it, shit. It, yeah, it mm-hmm. wasn't the type of autism that I think you would just, oh, they're going to hold you back and, and put you in the special education classes. It was the insubordinate type, sure. the types yeah. that I, I think you would say is Asperger's, even though they've changed that so many times that I, I don't keep up with it anymore. But I think that they were trying to pin that on me. Um, and I mean... It, not so far off, but I think it, you're also I, I, a bad boy, Mary yeah, Kate Ultra. Yeah, I am a bad boy. I am. Well, I was like, I was a weird person. I was like a, a I tried to be like a, a a Jesus type of child in that class. I tried to like break up fights. You gotta stop <laughs> fighting, boys. Like I loved being like this this savior of nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It really, really got me by. But yeah, I mean, that was just so bizarre. Like, I don't know. I felt like part of the problem in kindergarten was I would get really distracted because the teacher would, especially during, I guess, maybe the reading stuff, I get really distracted because I'd be like, I already know what this story's about. I can recite it back to you. And I would go to this, this new class where it was like such, I don't know, like the... <laughs> The books that they were read were so below even kindergarten level, and I felt really 
I don't know, really resentful about all of it. Um, but it was at least an adventure because every day during recess, um, you know, I'm just thinking about the social skills I was supposed to build. Meanwhile, the only girl in the class was severely autistic. So, of course, she was really my only actual friend because she was the only girl. And every day during recess, she would go to the nurse's office because she made up having something wrong with her. And that's what I would spend, you know, the social time doing is I would go to the nurse and I'd wait for her. I'd, I'd hear the nurse yell at her. I'd play with the hedgehog in the nurse's office. And that, <laughs> you know, that was me getting, that was me getting uh, emotional or social rehab from oh, yeah. the, the education system. I think really it was just, um, she wanted to play with the hedgehog. No, well, she, she no, she, girls love the hedgehog, know. man. I loved it. She didn't pay. She didn't care. Like she was just like, I gotta get band aids, and I'm like, all right, girl, you get your band aids. I'll hang out with the hedgehog, I guess. But like, I yeah, yeah, all right, babe, whatever. <laughs> the band aids. Shut up. <laughs> the band aids. You know what I'm here for. <laughs> but I, I think that whole, uh, you know, to wrap this whole nonsense up, the the whole thing was like. They're just giving me time, I think, maybe to develop. Mm. Um, but I don't think it, I, I don't, it's not, it didn't, I guess I can't say if it helped me or it didn't help me. All I know is it, it made me feel like shit. And I, I, I think they were trying to just say, oh, she's autistic so that they could get the funding for a special needs kid. Or maybe they were trying to pin me as one of those, um, whatchamacallits, there's a, there's students who qualify for both special education and gifted services and oh. they get lots of dollars. The double dippers. And, yeah. I think that's what they wanted for me. Um, yeah. not because I'm special or anything, but because I think they wanted the funding and, you know, I'm a girl as well. So, mm -hmm. Ooh, woo, dollar signs. You're but, trying to fuck with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always comes back to it at the end of the day. We're just uh, little gerbils in their experiments, really. Yeah, yeah. And I, I felt like that at the time. Without, I remember saying that. And... Without consent or compensation, which is right. a little offensive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least pay us. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did consent to it. You were born. Oh, I always forget about <laughs> Don't forget your birth, birth. certificate. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Absolutely certified. <laughs> Is that what it says on my birth certificate here? Uh, oh, damn. You have your birth certificate down here? It's somewhere. Yeah, it's just handy. Like, nice. <laughs> you want to read it? All of it? Yeah, it just on says... Back. Uh, it's just written in purple crown. It says, this is what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Frame it. Like, oh, fuck. I guess it is. Says right here, this is what I wanted. It's my fucking own goddamn fault. Oh, now, there's man. a great book Harold and the Purple Crayon. <laughs> Ooh. I can't believe he never ate it in any of the episodes, ate even a nibble of the crayon. Not one nibble. Just the tip. <laughs> oh, but have you read Make Way for Ducklings? No. Oh, I haven't. Should I? I'm telling yes. you, it's such a hyper localized it's, thing. It's but... a Massachusetts thing. But uh Make way for ducklings. Oh yeah. <laughs> I gotta look this up. Oh yeah, it's great. We got statues of them in Boston Common now. The ducklings and the mother duck. Aww. How many ducklings do you give it out of 
five ducklings. Oh, five out of five ducklings for sure. Aww. <laughs> Was the author from Massachusetts or something? Yeah, I think so. It's a point of contention in the state because they actually just made a t- state title for this book because Dr. Seuss is, of course, the state author. And so then they didn't have like a book thing, but everyone wanted Make Way for Ducklings represented. So they were like, all right, fuck it. We'll have a state book. Make Way for Ducklings, Massachusetts <laughs> state book. <laughs> wait, so goofy. Just, wait, yeah, I guess every state has a state book then, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I ain't no never... no state book here in Missouri. We ain't a bunch of fags over here, okay? <laughs> Reading words. <laughs> no. Reading words and shit. Silly. But also, uh, when I went down this weird rabbit hole trying to pull up my repressed memories from the gifted thing, I saw this group in Massachusetts called MAGE, Massachusetts Association for Gifted Education. And that just really creeped me out. I don't like that name. name. (laughs) Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a name. Spooky. Yeah, the one for Pennsylvania's Page. Oh, nice. (laughs) You know they're kind of a cool, creepy duo. The Mage Page. Yeah, Midwest has Mage also. This whole thing is very, very spooky. I'm spooked. Yeah, I uh, I briefly looked at the 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 page program and I was like, oh, I'm trying to find some trying to find. I was looking at it today, um, and I scrolled down and oddly enough, I found uh, somebody somebody who's on the board for it is is one of my old neighbors. I babysat their uh, their their baby, um, and I was Whoa. like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Should reach out to her. Because I, I feel like I don't, I, I tried to look at it and I feel like I don't know really what they're all about. Like, did you find what mate, like, the, no. what Mage was all about? It's so was vague it and they don't talk about where their yeah. funding comes from or what exactly uh-huh. they're doing. Yeah. Because that's what I was trying to get to the bottom of. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, I asked my grandparents about it because the dude kind of creeped me out. I mean, he, he looked like a fed, like he was in a suit and he had a briefcase <laughs> and uh, they had no idea what I was talking about. And oh I don't, my god! Yeah, I don't think they ever <laughs> dug into it, but it's just like, hey, uh, whose data am I going into? Like, what is this? <laughs> That's so creepy. That makes me think, like, when you were a little kid, like you, like the kids could see the feds, but the adults couldn't. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's probably or like, uh, yeah, doing that traveling through their dreams. We're like yep. tapped into dream world. Get real. <laughs> Brill. Oh, real. Yeah. No. That dream shit. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Too much, too much. <laughs> Freaking me out, man. Yeah, I. the older I get, the more I'm like, shit, I think I maybe broke out of some weird shit just by being homeschooled, just by like breaking out for five years and going off the radar, you know? Yeah. Just by eating I- lots and lots of Chef Boyardee ravioli out of the can. Like, <laughs> That'll do it. Every motherfucking day for a really That's long time. That's the secret sauce. Sending for yourself. Mm. Canned ravioli, man. I would have died without that shit. Uh, we definitely would have died without all these boosts coming in. Woo! And you've he- uh, heard them hit the pins and make explodey strike sounds. And I just wanted to thank people who are boosting from nude podcast apps because it's a fucking sick live experience man and uh 
the first one to fire it up today, you would expect the birthday boy himself, Booberry. Boobs, thank you. Uh, hit us with the 33369. Yes! Yes! At a pod And he said, You maniacs! <laughs> uh, and he's got a JPEG here of his podcasting studio. And usually I completely lose context of what Booberry's responding to uh, <laughs> when I go scroll an hour or more back for a boost. But this I know exactly what he's referring to because you look at this picture and uh, it's his podcast studio and the Mothman is not a minimalist. No. By any stretch of the imagination. I've reposted the JPEG in the bowl in case uh, anybody's curious. The Mothman is not a minimalist. There's shit everywhere. Everywhere except where for some wild advance in science there should be cords there's no cords in all of the <laughs> spaces where like my setup has cords in it mm-hmm. which is like you know all the parts where you can see the desk especially under the monitor and behind the mouse and keyboard it's incredible like how does the mouse move shit in the uh, like i don't know how he even there's no cables it's a feat of engineering he's like nikola fucking tesla is what he is yeah yeah truly so, uh, just to make him puke a little bit in his mouth, I'm going to post a picture of my setup, at least partially. <laughs> at least part of the setup, the part that will matter. It's his birthday, damn it. My You're lo- going to do this to him. My lawyers have already uh, forbade me from taking a picture of the whole desk ever, but uh, I can at oh, least I'm post. excited. I can at least post a chunk of it. Uh, let me see here. I like seeing people's different setups. Yeah, it's, it's a little glimpse of their brain. It's madness. But uh, there's some cords involved. Because that's how it, like audio works, I think. You gotta have cables. <laughs> you gotta have cables. Gotta have cables. I don't know how else to get my voice to the internet. Well, that's not bad. It's not too bad. Yeah, I know. I I had to crop it so that it would be like socially acceptable. That's the socially acceptable picture. You're like, okay, all right, it's a lot, but it's not like the end of the world. Yeah, it's because you can only see that part. Yes, I'm wrapped in a spider web of cables over here. (laughs) That's a cool Um, image. Absolutely wrapped. Uh, Speaking of wrapped, Bully Steed, you know her as Bully Steed. Wrapped in with forty two hundred sets. Woo! Thank you, Bowley. She said the bowling has commenced with the uh, ball and pin emoji. My personal favorite. A bowl for you, Bowley Steed. Uh, (laughs) Hey, Citizen comes in with two sixty nine sixty nine, which deserves a little bit of a sixty nine sixty nine, dudes. And he just said, come. Yeah. <laughs> Out of Podverse. It's popular. Uh, so Podverse come right into the node. So thank you for your come, uh, Booster. Then Booberry, 17776, Mr. Freedom Boost from Boost CLI, the freest way to boost. He says, what is a woman? Dracula, probably. <laughs> That's the quote attribution there. <laughs> oh, I like that. Mm. 
And uh, the most recent, 10 minutes ago, 4,200 sats from Bowley Steed out of Fountain, who said, St. Mary-Kate Ultra, Guardian of the Hedgehog. Oh, my God. That's some Put great it on imagery. my grave. <laughs> Put it on my house. <laughs> Put it on my blouse. Can't wait to see you, Bowley Steed. Very excited to see you tomorrow. Boule, boule. Boule, That's boule. tomorrow, right? Boule, boule. Mm-hmm. You got a big meetup tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Tampa. Uh, Tampa meetup. Oh, God. Nice. Greg Carlwood is uh, hosting. Oh, cool. Sir Greg Carlwood, I think, uh, of the Higher Side Chats That's podcast. killer. THC. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a blast. That's killer. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. we're really excited. That's going to be a big, bad, crazy time. It's, uh, yeah, we're so excited. We've got uh, one finally coming up Sunday. I haven't been like as diligent planning them as I have been in the first two years I did them, but they're still happening. They're still going on. Hey, it's all happening. I was uh, one asshole at the dog park during COVID for one of the meetups. So, you know, <laughs> been through the thick and the thin of it. Hey, we were assholes together. That's true. And then they shut down the dog park so we could stop showing up. <laughs> it, and being an asshole at a dog park is makes you quite popular. Everybody wants a sniff. <laughs> uh, make heroism. I wanted to mention and uh, ask you about your music that you published, your uh, self-hosted album there. Oh, yeah. That, that on, thing. Uh, on you know the decentralized music idea, the value for value music. Um, yeah, that music side project thing. So is that what you use to publish? Uh yeah, it's that's uh, well, I got a uh, a site. Um, you know, did like a dumb little WordPress thing or whatever. Sure. And, uh yeah, just went through there because it's got a stupid simple like plug in the boxes thing and i don't know jack shit about writing an rss feed so uh (laughs) that was my option and i didn't want to do the i don't know i get it and also i i just don't want to do the the wavelength thing i don't know It, it yeah uh i'm with you on that man uh it's just there are a couple of deal breakers there that, you know, I've said before, and I still mean it. I don't mm-hmm. think that they are permanent deal breakers. Like, I don't think that the way that Wavelake works currently is going to be the way that Wavelake works five years from now. I really, I know. I really don't. I, I just, but for the time that it does work like it does right now, I mm-hmm. like it's impossible actually for me to get in. Like, Basically, the way that we've agreed to make the album together with all the artists and how we decided it would work uh-huh. is impossible to do over there. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. So, like, that's just. And a- even if there was just like a little bit more transparency on how the split is for the person that is doing the boosting to the artist, like, if if I knew that it wasn't like, oh, it just goes to Wavelake, it's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> Is that yeah. is that decentralized? Is that what that is? Yeah, it absolutely know. isn't. Yeah. And like, you know, you can pull your 90% out, uh, you know, if you're logged in and if you're doing it from the right uh, mm-hmm. continent and if you're, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a good, if you're a good boy. And, for, you know, for now, 
as far as we if know. If you dr- jump if, through the right hoops yeah. at the right time and uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's all it like just reintroduces trust in a needless way, man. Like the whole point of yeah. this is like I don't have to trust anybody, I don't have to ask anybody's permission. Yeah. And all you got to do over there is trust and ask permission and it's just and pay 10%. <laughs> and I, I was at the point where like I was getting pretty frustrated about uh setting it all up because I don't know shit about fuck mm-hmm. and so you know boo bear is helping me out a lot with it uh you know just fielding questions and yeah all that and uh i i almost i almost bit the bullet and went wave lake because i was just like you know what fuck this and then i was just like something clicked and i was like no i get it uh, I'm not this dumb. Like I built a GeoCities website when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember what this this stupid hosting thing is. And, you know, I got it figured out and uh yeah, it was uh it's up there now. <laughs> it's, it's done. <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty of it. Like I having taught web development for uh, like about a year and a half now, I think. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, it, it angers me about my education growing up. Like the most angered I am is about how completely robbed we've been of computing the whole time. And I'm talking about like, you know, I went to school in the, in the nineties and early aughts and mm-hmm. graduated in 2008. Mm-hmm. We could have been doing really serious programming stuff that whole time. Yes. And, uh, we really could have, you know, even something as simple as like, okay, this is a website. It's a, it's a fucking folder. All right. And you put it on a server. And so then like you make a request to that folder and the folder holds all the files and then just teach about file structure, like early on in a computer. Uh, instead we were just typing out dumb, uh, English papers. Like that's the only time we interacted with a computer. For the computer lab, uh, I wanted to do computer stuff more, so I took a typing class, and that was a t- serious waste of time. But it, yeah, that's all we had. It beat in math. school too. Just typing shit. Anything that I ever learned about computers is because my my dad just had them in the house. Like since I was like six, you know, just computers, and so I, you know, learned how to like boot up a game or whatever in DOS when I was like nothing. And then, then the internet and learning just, you know, like I said, GeoCities or like tripod or whatever, like just building dumb, pointless websites and then never going back to it again kind of shit. But like, yeah, like school could have taught it. Like, why didn't you teach us how to code, dog? Like, learn to code. Why didn't you do it through the public education system? What I the mean, fuck is this? at the very basics, at the very basics, you just should have had some something where you are taught how computers work and how f- the file system works and how mm-hmm. to how to navigate it. Like command line changing folders, you know, CD mm-hmm. to another folder and make a new one and bullshit like that. Like. Yeah. There's no fucking reason why everybody shouldn't know just the Duplo baby building blocks of computing. Like the very first stuff, looping and branching and just like what a data type is and just all the very day one stuff. 
like in the accelerated course, you go from zero to a hundred and the first couple of weeks is just reading HTML tags, making CSS rules and learning like basic data types and structures for logic. And all of that you could teach to somebody who is really little, you know, like fourth or fifth graders who are now like very competent at reading and writing. Cause you just type like four, the word four, F O R. Can you spell four? <laughs> you can probably learn looping once you're old <laughs> enough to spell the word four. Ah, oh, it's just fucking incredible, man. That's I, probably yeah. a better time to learn it like a language. Cause it is right. a language. Yes, it absolutely is. I wonder why we didn't learn it then. Mm. I wonder, hmm, Cause, why? Because cattle have no use for uh, being able to program computers. Well, and I mean, so you were saying in high school, you felt like you were learning stuff you could have learned in elementary school. But I wonder how other people in other states or like Canadians feel about it. Like cotton gin, uh, raised a good point in the chat. He was saying, I wonder what the Canadian experience is like with different programs. Mm. And I want like, cause I remember when cold acid was on, yeah. is he Canadian? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He sounded like he got more of an advanced uh, yeah. education in high school. I don't know about his elementary he, school, but it was, sounded like that. He was ass hurt because the uh, programming uh, classes weren't hard enough, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, pro you had programming classes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the fuck do we get ice cream? Well, is, is he, oh, he's older than you, right? Yes. And that's a difference, too. Um, I just wonder, because we always act like education got better through the years, but we all know it got worse. Totally, yeah. Well, like everybody knows that. I didn't shoot any guns in school. <laughs> My dad got to shoot guns. It's so <laughs> tight. Based. It's so tight. You can still shoot yeah. guns in school, just like everybody gets really mad about it. <laughs> they get mad about that it's, for you know, some fucking reason. It's not like it never happens anymore. <laughs> I don't know why. It happens every damn day. People and we need to cry about it. People lose their minds. <laughs> my uh, parents yep. my parents learned on uh learned programming with punch card computers. Oh seventies, <laughs> yeah. I've seen the cards, I've seen the documents. It's all in the cards. Just fucking snuck in here. Yeah, it was like a reverse birthday surprise. <laughs> hey, it's birthday, Burry. I'm, yeah, like, I'm surprising all you. I'm I'm the one providing surprises. The <laughs> 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 Mothman comes out of nowhere and grabs you. <laughs> I wish I had grabbed you so fast at the handy, but I do not. Uh, but what I do have is, uh, something for you, boobs. We have a birthday gift for you. Oh boy. That like everyone else worked on and I just didn't do shit, but I guess I get to hit play on it. Yeah. That's you're a, presenting it. That's but Yeah. You're that's doing like, it. I'm the, I'm the kid who did nothing on the group project so that I have to present it in class. They're like, yep. Like, well, if you just, uh, uh, present it, then, uh, I'm like, uh, uh, 
I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little both now drunk and nervous. Oh my god. Me too. Now I'm scrolling up and down. I just got a uh, vertical mouse. And it's oh. changed my life and made traffic bearable. Um but it also is a little bit of getting used to. I don't is know that if like you've... a joystick? It's like the mouse is sideways. Okay. So when you hold it, it's like you're still in like handshake mode. You're not mm. twisting your wrist at all. So I, it's an I quite like the, uh, yeah. It's the same <laughs> angle you beat your meat with, exactly. I know what that is. I can mm. both beat meat and drive cars with this hand. It's the beat angle. <laughs> uh, okay, I have to make sure that this routes correctly so that everyone can hear it. Or else I'm going to be fired. You can't be fired. They're going to call me well, up, man. They're going to say... Uh, well, you know what? You're fired, bud. Yeah, you get fired, photo. then we all get beat. You're Lauren so will fucking get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they fired Steve Jobs from fucking Apple, bro. He made that in his mom and dad's basement. How do you get fired from a place like you made in your mom and dad's basement? I've never understood that. Yeah, how do you get killed for that, too? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Not based. So cringe. <laughs> the force let your feelings guide you oh my goodness uh can you send that to me because i want to put that on an rss feed uh tonight yes <laughs> absolutely i'm gonna do it I, i've been sitting here looking at some other music that's just been looming over my shoulder like a little imp of dickheadery <laughs> and i'm gonna i'm, I'm inspired i'm incest and i'm obsessed with that track Work for it too. Wow. We, we knew you'd love it because we're giving you work to do. <laughs> work. 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 Uh, work. The perfect gift. We <laughs> know Make how some much art, you like up all night. <laughs> oh, I, I already got an idea for the art. Count this on the nurse's feet. Will you still love me for posting on the nurse's feet? I'm going to. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run and drink wine out of dinosaur head mugs and fucking RSS feed it up, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, I've been trying to preach the good word of RSS, but it's tough, man. It's so fucking hard because, like, once you're an adult and you don't have that malleable brain, man, I remember I could fucking 
pick up on what the fuck ever when I was young. And then that like gifted program time of life, you know, I'd soak up everything. I was like, just, I'd just read about something and now like, I know all this shit. Nowadays, it's like, I don't know where that went, man. I'm just like a fucking dullard. I do my best to, I, but I got to just have a lot of repetition to retain shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So with the node stuff, like I knew for sure when I first heard of podcasting 2.0, this is going to be the way it shifts to like, this is all the other shit is crumbling. Now you got the writers on strike. Now you got royalties are fucking dead on arrival. You got residuals going away. Everybody's like, how am I going to get paid? My Hollywood's... Meanwhile, Hollywood is rotten and has been since always. And everybody just fucking knows. It's like an open secret now. It's like a outside joke. It's not even an inside joke. And uh, we just, like, I was like, the independent thing and doing it ourselves and having just an audience of people who actually want it, like it, and get it. And if they don't, that's totally cool. They like, uh, there's plenty of other places to go. That is the only way that made sense. And so I didn't know shit about lightning or uh, boosting or using like a fucking node and all this shit, like opening channels. I was uh, annoying Dave Jones like the early days, just being like, well, well a, a channel. I don't know how to receive my sats. Uh, and everybody's got to just do that, but what, it's so what? hard to. What the fuck is a sat? It's a sat. <laughs> it's where do I where, where do I buy sats at? Like I had had and used Bitcoin for years before that, but I just never gave a fuck. Like it was it was something else to me at the time. It was like, ooh, I can uh, be a degenerate gambler with this fake money that isn't like real to me, and whatever, and I can lose a fucking bunch of Bitcoin, and it doesn't hurt as much, you know. Or, uh, oh, the price jumped because I forgot I had this for a couple fucking years, and now I want to buy this weird thing that I could buy with Bitcoin. That was all it was to me, and I never really saw the whole entire use case or the technology at all behind it. Like, I didn't know fuck about shit, except for, oh, this is an address. Like, I know what a Bitcoin address is and how to send and get to a wallet. But other than that, I didn't know fucking anything. And running a node taught me all about how the shit works. I didn't know about lightning or sats or any of the breakdown or any of the small payments or instant stuff. Um, frankly, before, I didn't even know about like the 10-minute average block time or the blockchain or how a payment got to where it was going. Like I just looked and I sent it and it's there in the wallet, you know, and it would say like... Conf you know, I knew that there was two confirmations remaining or something, but I didn't know what the fuck that meant. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I never even bought or fucked around with any of it until 2021. It wasn't until that node stuff, and then yeah. I, I just had to keep doing it, you know? Like, I, I hid all of my peak frustration because I didn't really want to uh, sour the waters at all. You know, I didn't want to, like, get on and just bitch every week, like, oh, fuck, like, all of this happened. I had to restart four times. I'm, like, down here throwing things around in my basement, cussing as loud as I can. <laughs> Uh, like, I don't want that to be the experience that I'm echoing, but you do have to go through that shit. Like, you have to get in the, um, trenches and get all icky. I think I actually have the ISOs from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
man. really meant it with that one. Do you hear all those raspberry <laughs> pies getting what they deserve? God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Spencer, before I forget, can you please write a book someday and title it Knowing Dave Jones about all of your experience with this? <laughs> <laughs> Because I would like to have that book on a bookshelf. Uh, it doesn't have to be long. It could be one page long. I just want it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I'll put it on the to-do list. <laughs> yeah. Officially there. Yeah, man. That's the whole get in the car and drive thing. Like, And it's kind of funny because as a web dev teacher, I got to always deal with this... Uh, and as a human being walking around on earth, I got to always deal with this thing, op- imposter syndrome, you know, where, oh, yeah. where you don't actually get it, but you have to uh, try to figure it out. And that's kind of development specifically, but also life in general. Like it's not even about what you know in development. It's about, can you figure shit out? You know? Like, I was ranting about imposter syndrome yesterday. <laughs> it's, uh... It's such a motherfucker, man, because I I think it hits hard, too, when people have a this perception of your abilities that is higher than it actually is also, like, coupled with that, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's like, oh, I see you overestimate my skills. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. I'm... <laughs> I'm always perplexed. Like, there's there are musicians that I've been talking about uh, getting onto decentralized music literally since I, f- since we fucking did me and uh, Abel Kirby. Like, ever since I published it, that was an exciting thing. And like seeing it work and going out there and being like, "Oh shit, guys, I'm getting boosted for fucking music!" Like, uh, and then like you know, years later they'll be like, "Yeah, just trying to figure out a way to publish music to get you know lightning payments for." And I'm like, oh, not this again. <laughs> Haven't I told you about our financial savior RSS plus lightning? <laughs> what is wrong with you? They're like, uh, yeah, I, tr- I tried Wavelake and it's just not the way. Like they want this login and they want this and that. And I don't know where to, you know, withdrawal go. I'm like, oh, yeah, where have I heard that before? I don't know, man. <laughs> and this is your finger far from the pulse jam straight up your ass I'm like I'm sometimes like do you come to these things to listen or to sound dumb <laughs> oh bless your heart because <laughs> I want to cry or fight you I think cry I'll fighting. I think I'll cry and I don't know you. if I want to. I don't know if I want to fight you or if I want to fuck you, but it's one of the two. Uh, why not both? <laughs> yeah, a, then you'll figure it out. There you go. <laughs> that's a process whole, of uh, elimination, very science based. Yeah, that's a whole uh, X videos category. I'm pretty sure. I think I boosted that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird they talk the checks into it. I. Have been wondering, is it worth trying to get some instance of the music side project set up? Because I guess I I should try and upload some music just so I get the process down. But I was also based off of a a, a 
comment from Magus, I was looking into Funkwell a little bit, but I don't know if you'd be able to self-host an RSS feed uh, or edit an RSS feed inside of Funkwell. I have never heard of this Funkwell. Funkwell. I mean, I've heard of Funk, and I've heard of Whales, and I've heard of Whale Funk, but not Funkwell. It's something I've looked at on and off again. I guess not deeply enough. It's um, a social it's, platform to enjoy and share music. Okay, this is promising. But I mean, fuck. It, even if I just had some instance of this open, just in a spot where people could go and upload the music, like surely there's got to be a. You generate your feed, fill out the blanks using Sovereign Feeds, send it to me, we put it on this subdomain, fucking bada-bing, bada-boom. Is this a activity pub type shit? Yeah. Okay. They've got pods instead of instances? From what I guess. I mean, really, just I just... like whales. <laughs> Fuck whales. Hang out in pods. Well, that was a trip. That's what it says on the uh, explainer here. You got to join a pod. At first I was like, Bleh! but then I was like, oh, okay, it's different than a pod <laughs> cast. Like a whale pod. Come on, man. Yeah, many independent pods, man. <laughs> See, oh, I saw a bunch of whales died today. So well, that's about it. Well, that's a real downer. <laughs> yeah, what? What are you bringing to this party? Where did they? Fifty whales died, but they saved the rest. It's a happy story. Oh, nice. Well, that's good. What happened? I didn't hear about this. They got, they they bit. went to they went to shore. Oh. And they couldn't get out, and they were like, climate ideas oh. happened somewhere, and we're killing everything. Watch. Uh, they find out, like, Greenpeace chased them into the shore or some shit. Probably. Yeah, they get paid to do that. That's why it's like, are there any sad stories? They're all just ridiculous. Like, they're all just made-up nonsense. Made-up nonsense. Well, I don't know. I've been talking to artists for a long time, and I just don't understand uh, how to better explain you get a server... And then you get a folder on your desktop, and you just put all these files in the folder. What files? You need your MP3s that are your music. You need your images if you want to use any. Uh, at least an album art cover, I would say. But, you know, you could do individual track art or choose to skip it. And then lyric files are optional, but you jam those in there. But then the RSS feed that just describes everything and points to everything. And so I think that Music side project and sovereign feeds are both nice combos because they help you make an RSS feed. But the problem is it's not clean enough for the user who needs some experience like that. And so at least in my uh, personal use of both, like I find writing it myself easier and I don't know, like it's, it's not like cause I'm a fucking uber genius or anything, you know, everybody's like, well, that's easy for you. Cause it's like, you've done this school and shit, you know, I'm like, yeah, but it's just the words though. Like you can look up like what it's supposed to look like on, uh, the namespace definition on podcasting 2.0's, uh, GitHub. So it's like, I have to look it up every time still. I just know where it, to look it up and then copy it from there. And, you know, I'm like, and what you could do if you want to just do one on easy mode is you could go to ableandthewolf.com. You could click on where our RSS, is, uh, RSS feed is, and then you could read it and 
all of the tracks are listed there, and then you could copy that fucker, paste it, change our title to your title, our name to your name, and our files to your file link, and then delete the tracks you don't use. It could be that easy. But as long as everything sits on a server and is publicly accessible, then you just tell the index, hey, I got a fucking music album. It lives here. And the music, the index goes, okay, give it to the world. Fly free. Yes. Go on. Be free, my little RSS feed. And it's, it is, it's a pain in the dick for like, I don't know, the four or five nights that you stay up, like putting it all together and doing it and making sure that everything is right. And then once you get it right, you're done forever. Like, you don't have to do fucking anything else about that album ever. It just is there. You got to just keep the server on. You know, you pay the fucking hosting bill that comes in. Which, if you have a website already, you can just carve off a subdomain and put all this shit on a subdomain. And it doesn't have to be that tough, you know? It doesn't have to be crazy. There's literally no design involved. It doesn't look like anything because it looks like whatever it looks like in all the different apps. That's the beauty of this publishing mechanism. It's just a protocol. I wish there was a way to differentiate between the self-hosted feeds and the Wavelink feeds. As it stands now with the split kit, Ellen Beats and whatnot. Uh, and I say that just looking back at this post that I tagged Adam in earlier today. Because you look at it and, and out of the nine goddamn fucking songs that were sitting there featured, fucking only one of them has the artists listed in the value split. And I just, it really irks, irks me. Yeah. It's tough for me too, because we're watching this and we have a vision and we've been building it like from the beginning and the, I'm at this weird spot where I, I can like see what I want, but I don't have like the skills, experience and time combined to have, have created it yet. And it's, it's fucking, it's hard to, nail those self-hosted tracks it yeah. takes a lot of uh just pointing and click it's a point and click adventure <laughs> mm-hmm. all the way back to the rss feeds to find mm-hmm. out uh well i guess technically the uh podcast index what if you could write uh just a really simple script that read all of the music tag feeds or even uh, i'm pretty sure that music database is available for download too now isn't it I know that Dave said he was going to do that, but I don't know if it's... I'm so out of the loop on that shit, because I've been... I'm not even sure what I would do with it. Well, there's got to be a way to iterate through everything that has a music tag, you know, a type of music or whatever the hell, the, the medium the medium tag uh, set to music, to grab all those and then just parse anything that has uh, more than one value tag. Like, if there are multiple things in the split at all maybe that'd be one way to do it or you could probably just search i mean that's the thing like all the wavelength tags look exactly the same all the wavelength feeds look exactly the same so uh, yeah there's gotta be you a can kind of see this on, on uh you can kind of see this on ellen beats like if you go to oh you get it up uh you go to ellen beats and then uh i think it's what uh control alt j or whatever and it'll show on the side. Oh, yeah. That's how Stephen B. was telling me to do it the one day. And it works. You can see the difference between the stuff that is Wavelake hosted and, uh, you know, independently hosted. 
I do remember him. Now that you mentioned this, I did, he did clue me into this. In the I'm library sure. part? Is that what you're saying? Or uh, just at home? Control. Yeah, like J. the... Uh, let's see here. Go. Stay a while. Like okay. if you just go... Yeah, from the home. What is it? Yeah, and then... There's yeah, it would be control... Yeah, 30... Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the array of wavelength feeds and then the other feeds. Oh, those would yeah. be the... Sick. <laughs> uh, I've, yeah. I've hit Control-Alt-J on every page. I'm not getting anything yet. What you, am I doing? Oh, it's uh, just do from it. the... It inspect. looks so neat. Here. There's a... See, yeah, open I, that up. I told you I was retarded, and no one believes me every time. Oh, he's actually collapsed a lot of this. Okay, cool. Oh, it's neat and tidy. I Third, like it. 35. When I started looking at this, it was only 31. But some of them just aren't right either. Like the uh, retro, whatever the hell, 24-7. I don't oh. think that's music. It's a, it's a radio show. So oh, okay. It's so like, it's like uh, a, yeah. Yeah. A mix. Yeah, it's not like p- songs. published albums type songs. Yeah, right, right, it's, right, right. It's like a radio show. There's a couple of those, I think, that are like feeds. Yeah, or it's, like streams like or live streams. It's weird. Yeah. Like, how would you differentiate that? Is there a radio and uh, music? I wonder in the mediums. It's all. Here's the thing, guys. We're all so early, and yeah. so it's okay. That's what I have yeah. to keep telling myself to not punch myself in the face. We've played a lot of these tracks. I I, I recognize a good chunk of them just by mm-hmm. the title alone. And then there's a lot of podcast stuff in here. It looks like too board game design lab. You know, yeah. pub- published archives. Yeah, there's Home Sweet Home, Abel Kirby Miscellaneous, Good Morning, all of the uh, Can't Hold Me Down. Lunenberg, Torcon Seven. <clears throat> yeah, Torcon I think is one of the only feeds that was around. There was like a only a couple feeds around. I think Lightning Store. Uh, he had some uh, feeds with music. When we I'm did a little irked. I'm a little irked. There was no Abel and the Wolf either today. Ah, well, you know, I had requested that shit. Like, I'm only going to do the one request. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's not like your birthday or something. Why don't you just shut the fuck up, Blueberry? Well, especially because it's your birthday. You're always posting the chat. Like, God damn it. You just need more uh, shut podcasting 2.0 radio shut shows. The so. fuck up. <laughs> you're not special. You're a moth. <laughs> Flappity flap away. Dust yeah, off. everybody has. What, what is it? The wings that you can't feel. What are they called? Oh, yeah, that wing and... Uh, they brought it up a no agenda. Wing dysphoria. Yeah, wing dysphoria. everybody has that now. It's trending. It's so I cool. It. It's so cool to feel the wings you do not have. <laughs> it sounded like a French Nazi. <laughs> As opposed to... Oh, good point. As opposed to a French Canadian. Uh oh, volcano time. Mm. Oh my goodness. 
Crinkle, crinkle, help me unthinkle. Yep. I love it. I love it. Uh, so this this uh, RSS feed boobilies that you're about to put the Pokemon song on. What's your What's your plans? What's in the um, kitchen? Well, I could either put it on the current podcast generator that I have up and running. That one's already listed in the index, and it's got just a, two things on it at the moment. Is that uh, the one that had the uh, Terry dance on it? Yeah. This is true. Man, that thing sounds like a, a sob jet taking off. <laughs> I thought somebody Sorry was firing up the... No, that's... The te- <laughs> is it, is it Tesla-powered? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. We're being so noisy. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. No, no, I think it's... Uh... It's also on a metal table, which probably doesn't help the, uh, the acoustics. <laughs> you know what it is, actually? We brought props tonight, Spencer. <gasps> this is mimicking the sounds of one of the projects you would have made in the Gifted program. So that's actually whatever you think it sounds like, that's what it is. (laughs) I got this urge to glue macaroni on stuff now. (laughs) It never stops. A lot of those tests y'all are talking about, I don't know, they ring a bell here or there. Got me thinking. It's like, well, some of these, some of these tests sound vaguely familiar, but we moved, we moved schools so many times. It, it just it was a constantly changing every year, different school. Yeah, I think there's like a different tube that they send you through if you're new kid, right? Like you just get into the new kid tube, and so you're never really like the ooh evaluate the kid tube. It's just like, oh, okay, new kid, new kid goes in here. Where do yeah. we jam the new kids? Right in here. I never never went to the same school twice. Unless wait, like, so every year a different school every, every day <laughs> with a different like identity. <laughs> <laughs> I've been mm. Mothman. I've been Slothman. Uh, 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 you don't uh. want to know about the Bothman. <laughs> <laughs> Warm broth man was my best kind of plateau there for a while. <laughs> Wait, so how many different schools did you go to? Do you uh, know? I mean, we I was homeschooled for third grade and then starting seventh through graduation. So kindergarten, first grade, second grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade were all different schools. Whoa, Holy fuck, you've got a unique experience. I really do. Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Oh. Gotti. <laughs> He'll never expect that one. <laughs> we never, surprised you. Never coming. <laughs> he never Happy called me weird on my birthday. No. Yeah, jerk. This is actually a roast. <laughs> uh. What a weird I roast. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to be. Shit. <laughs> fuck. Uh, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> oh, here it is. Gothman's pretty good. Ooh, the Gothman. Who can afford them trip pants, though? Jesus Christ! <laughs> James is expensive enough. 
Yeah, it's expensive to be trendy. <laughs> There's uh, a reason. Jinkos aren't cheap. There's a reason that uh, the goth kids smell that way, you know? They just can't afford a pair for every day of the week. Sometimes you gotta <laughs> reuse them. What was That's that? a good point. There was a super dirty Pokemon comic that Cold Ass enabled Kirby talked about once upon a time. <laughs> I might need that. Do you remember the name? It was uh, Pikachu's. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I about went for something super racist. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu's Great Adventure, baby. <laughs> Yay, now we get to use our race as part of our imaginations. Yeah, what what was the racist one? <laughs> oh my god! Wait, it was like um, racist fanfic. <laughs> See, I have uh, swapped Misty Ludes with uh, Abel Kirby mm. before on a current <laughs> one occasion. We got into like a Misty Lude, not a war, but uh, a session. Let's say a back and forth. Yeah. It was God. like a wow. It wasn't like a tug of war. It was more like a push of peace. That's the pinnacle of Pokemon. It's, is Misty Lude trading you're, cards. Your <laughs> trading experience caller. Like, but have you seen this Misty? <laughs> I have now. Woo! How many are there? Oh my! I have no idea. But I've, Me uh, either, oh my god. I've seen the tip of the iceberg, at least. <laughs> Is this going to be chapter art? Just like, <laughs> I've misty never... ludes for this part of the episode. <laughs> well, it fits. I've never done a chapter, I'd do one. <laughs> yeah, make it your first. Oh. And your last. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Only chapter we ever had was the time of uh, Boober's birthday. Remember everybody pressed me into doing a chapter? Yeah, we did the Misty Ludes. I didn't just actually a, learn a how to... that stretches this whole segment. <laughs> it's just... I didn't know how to do a chapter. I, I still the don't. Only, the blueberry, the only, he did it for me. The only one I have on right now is some Clussy Fever. Sadly, no Misty. Hey, hey. Oh. Uh, wire? No Misty. I don't often... Misty or bust. How many layers of Misty Ludes are you on right now, my dude? What about Nurse Nurse Joy? <laughs> nurse Joy, she's got weird hair. The hair is kind What's of a, wrong. Yeah, oh, I mean, oh, I, oh, I, I, wow. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I I just I don't know. It's like, are we are we here to heal my Pokemon, or are you expecting me to start pulling some like acrobatic tricks? Let's see. Mm, you know what? I, I take it all back. I only care about Team Rocket. I forgot that Team Rocket existed. They're the only things I care about. Yeah. Fuck Nurse Joy. Go. I actually yeah. fuck everybody. <laughs> Misty <laughs> underscore Pokemon. Uh, this says there are 6,081 <laughs> results just over here on this one. One Listen, spot. I never, I never send out any Scissormon towards Nurse Joy. I wasn't trying to cut her hair. I was just, you know, it's like... Uh, now, Officer... Johnny? Penny? Jenny. Thank you. Where is this goddamn? Did you at? say Officer Hanny, man? <laughs> Fuck. Pokemon comic. <laughs> drawn Did everyone by... hear 
like Pokemon when, when we were kids? I wasn't allowed to be into Pokemon. Christians. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, yeah. true, also. Mm. What, what was the reasoning you were given, Booberry? Uh, it was Satan. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think uh, it was like... Dad was very aware that it existed as a vehicle to sell the merchandise, and he wasn't about the hype, and thus nobody was about the hype for a long while. Um, I did kind of get into the cards with uh, my stepbrothers there for a while. It helped that there was a Theo Schwartz going, excuse me, going out of business. They had all sorts of uh, the of the OG starter decks all the different themed ones and you could buy a bunch of them on sale, like super cheap, ridiculously cheap. And they just have big bins, you know, if they have shorts, the toy store going, going out of business out of the mall in Roanoke, <coughs> got a lot of cards stocked up. Yeah. Uh, the rule for us was, well, the excuse for us was the evolution factor. Oh, classic. We don't like Pokemon because they evolve. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> All right. But See, Ash didn't let Pikachu evolve. Yeah, based Ash. He's fighting the narrative. That makes sense. If I only would have known that, like, as an outsider who wasn't allowed to watch the fucking... <laughs> I don't know the story arc. I don't know this shit. I couldn't be like, well, actually, Ash didn't allow Pikachu to evolve, so you're wrong. I'm such a dummy. I should have just went to the Rare Encounter RSS feed to find this link. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. So fucking stupid. Stupid! You're so stupid! There are a bunch of cold-blooded rich people that think you're stupid. Ta-ta, oh, they're retarded. <laughs> Try getting a reservation at Dorsian now, you fucking stupid bastard! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sums it up, I guess. Uh, but I found it. Now I'm going to use this for the show art. I'm clicking the fuck out of this. All right. <laughs> oh, the electric tail of Pikachu. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> I was very off with that. I guess it's the tone of voice that makes it racist. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Please, for like the a, love of God. It's like misty a presents. <laughs> Sorry, they get progressively uh, more humid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they out there, though. There's a lot. I Yeah, I didn't even skim the surface, actually. You can make money out of this. I didn't, even, I didn't even navigate past page two of the result set, okay? So like, there's plenty more out there. <laughs> it's a wide net. That doesn't even need a spoiler alert because technically it's not even as much as you would know in the trailer if you had even seen the trailer. So, whatever. Spoilers. Trailers. Oh. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? <laughs> what we do here? Spoil trailers, bitch. I always liked the theme song to Pokemon. It was catchy. Yep. And I thought they were cute. The way that the little monsters, the way that you blended <laughs> both of their vocals together, 
make heroism. That was just so awesome. Like, cause you can hear them both resonating on notes, like each in their voice, but it's combined into one voice. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. We're going back to Booberry's birthday present here. The Boostagram Pokemon song. Yeah. Mary Kate Ultra and I became one <laughs> with our We're voices. an evolved Pokemon together. Yes. We unify. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> That's my song. <laughs> Look, it's the craziest jingle. It's I uh, never realized. All right, it was also really patriotic. Strangely enough, on July Fourth, when Make Heroism was like editing this this karaoke version of the Pokemon theme song, I was like, I really feel like an American right now. Yeah. I'm okay with it. It's the most American song. You got fucking Pokemon production. You got bombs bursting in air. A bunch of fireworks yeah. blowing off in the background. And it's like... Yeah. The Pretty sure it gave me autism. <laughs> gave it to you. Yeah, I got the sickness. Yeah, y'all should do more uh, more tracks together. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes! Yeah. I, I, yeah, I've thought of like several. I'll oh. pick one out of a hat. Cool. And then we'll get it done and then you can pick the next one. Ooh, or you could pick the next one. Ooh, oh, okay. There you go. We'll have a hat. <laughs> one hat. We'll have to mail it back and forth. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> whatever, whatever turns you on. <laughs> I'd still like to be able to play the one that uh, that Lorian did with Fletcher. Oh, the yeah, kind me of too. Kind of ethereal one. Yeah, Lady of the Evening. We got to get that posted. Damn it. I am almost what? to the point where I'm just going to be like, yo, if you already have a website, like send me your files and I'll write an RSS for it. Like I well, that, I actually messaged the TJ all of this stuff. I was just like I gave him a list of the shit I would need in order to get it done. And it was basically track names, MP3s, all the shit I listed out before, you know? Yeah. Just that's like, all that's all uh, music side project does. I need just it just this creates the RSS. Yeah. That's uh, perfect, but then people don't like fully understand the the fields and then walk away from it. I think in here the people I've been talking to now TJ, he was a killer because he asked me a few questions a few times and I was like, "Dude, I'll do it for you," and I could tell he didn't want that. So then I just kept being like, I just check in every once in a while, like, "Hey, I'll do it for you," and he's like, "Nah, I'll like." I could tell he wanted to figure it out, you know? And then he did. And now his album's out there. Boom. It's like, man. That's how you do it. That's how man, that cookie crumbles. Get in that car and drive, because, like, it ain't that far, man. It ain't that far. It just seems so impossible until you arrive there, and then you're like, oh, fuck. It's done. Yeah, you feel real stupid for, like, a little bit there, and then you get over that hump, and then you've done it. Yeah. yeah, you hump that stupid. Yeah, <laughs> hump that stupid right out. Oh my god. Yeah, man, I uh, felt real stupid, um, and then put my RSS out, and then uh, I still felt stupid, but I had an RSS. You, you see yeah. that feed? You see that feed over there? I'm gonna go hump the stupid out of it. Uh oh, got a feed guy. <laughs> a feed that guy. Works. Uh, well, you know, either way, I guess. Uh, however you yes. heard it, feet, doesn't matter. Feet. Yeah. Most indeed. All of the above. Confident in them feet, man. Thank you, bitch. I don't know if I have much for feet. Let's see. 
You know those feet with the holes in them? <laughs> oh, it's the foot day jingle. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, no. I forgot about that one. That's no a more foot fetish. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Wait, hold on. I've, I missed where he walked away from the his what? foot fetish. I it was news to me. Was that canon? News to me. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, no, wow. I, no irony. I feel like that's irony. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, I got that one. I got that one too. Oh shit. <laughs> it's the, the foot day jingle. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, every day is foot day with the right perspective. What a collection of foot jingles you have, or foot isos. You know, they they, they come and go. <laughs> they walk away. They uh, come back. Best I can do is legs. Dance and move your legs around. <laughs> I'm all out of uh. feet. Oh, oh, I see. Running away. <laughs> you yellow bastards. Come back here and take what's coming to you. I'll bite your legs off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. How many ISOs, Cotton Gin? If I go in here and I, because I've been tagging files with ISO for a while, but not all the way back. Let me turn off the hard drive so I don't get double shotted. Uh, right now, the count comes to 8,614, but a lot of that could be duplicates very easily. <laughs> Wait, are all those feet? Or just in general? Just in general. Oh, I thought you said they were all foot ones, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, he put his foot into all of them, you know. <laughs> we are so far gone. <laughs> there was a good one from earlier today. Where'd it go? Uh, uh, it ran away. I haven't saved it yet. I've been drinking. It's good gone forever. Today. It had cold feet. No, no, it never disappeared. It's the internet. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's oh. forever for never. For uh. a second. <laughs> yes, boobery. Perfect ISO. I said ISO when I heard it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my fucking Christ. <laughs> Sounds like he's drinking so much wine. No wonder our families don't want to talk to us anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You listen to that guy all the time. We were like fucking obsessed with him, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, Where was a couple more? This fucking isobot shit. It's kind of scary. So many things. I wanted to wet my lips a little bit. Just keep calm. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. Uh, I feel I like think I can keep calm. There were some footsie isos in a boobs basket you're preparing. Oh, is oh that my. right? Oh my god! I, I, I don't forgot mean to I have you on a, the spot. But... I forgot I have a boobs basket to send you. I've missed two more episodes again. Like, is my style? <laughs> it's all good. So then it gets like this big build up, and then when it drops on your head, it's like a big fucking. Gush water balloon thing. Oh, I like gushing. Or something. It's like them little uh, buckets and they fill up, fill up, fill up, and then tip over. Mm. It's an ISO bucket, man. 
Yeah, it's splash me. Yeah. The big splash, the big big. The gagoosh. The <laughs> so gagooshed. Positively drenched, head to toe, taint uh, of throat. There were several boosts that gagooshed in. And uh helipad I had to like reawaken so that I could see him. One was from you, boobs. I must have been like right before or during when you snuck in. Uh, you sent an image yes that was the do not come equivalent of cable management whoa yes and it is it makes me feel uh like i don't have a problem i think that's how that movie or that tv show hoarders was designed yeah and intervention too it's like look at these fuck-ups you don't have a problem this is the first day I showed up to Cats at the Fisher Theater in Detroit. Oh, my. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I mean, Cats and Cables. Could it well, ever go well? What am I going to do with you? <laughs> <laughs> Who's in charge of this operation? <laughs> well, you uh, was it Lorian talking about, I? what have you brought to the table? A vagina. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. That was a conversation I had with the head electrician that I was taken over for on that show. <laughs> and the first night that we, we had went out for drinks, we hadn't even loaded in yet. And she had informed me that the job was going to be a whole lot easier because I had a penis and she had a vagina and that was going to make it easier. Wow. We had a funny guy on our hands. She does sound easy. Uh, I was like, I wow. mean, wait, <laughs> huh? she's the boss and you're the slave. Deal with it, idiot. She's a real woman. And she's better than you. Because she gets paid more to do less. <laughs> Every like, woman. That's our trajectory. Oh my god. <laughs> we don't want it. Nobody wants it. I'm so it sorry. Sucks. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> no. Don't feel bad. Let me, seconds. let me lick your feet. <laughs> exactly. To make up for it. That's what the Bible talks about. Bible says a man must lick the feet. That's why Jesus is always washing them. Makes nothing but sense to me. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of making sense, I should probably get rolling. I'm going to go drink more. Do birthday stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just no butt chugging after midnight. That's the only rule. That's the only rule. And Bigfoot. One versus the other. Destiny is calling me it is on folks it is on it is it's, on. it's, it's just it's wet everywhere <laughs> <laughs> well get your big old feet out of here then hell yeah have a happy hell birthday yeah. evening sir enjoy you. your birthday yeah i think c dubs has got the right idea i'm gonna go produce some sissy hypno porn oh hey. put it on an rss feed charge people uh nothing yeah. for it <laughs> boost this bitch you better get your sats out of the account, you fuck. You better go and boost me right now, you little bitch boy. You're going to do it. You can record something like that and put it on a feed. And people play it over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. You're- it's like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Full circle. Definitely. What were we saying, Lorian? I was going to say, you're... Uh- Effeminate voice that you do sometimes is very hypnotizing. Why, <laughs> <I> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man. Uh, all right. Go and party on. Hell yeah. Thank you all for the the invite. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I love all of y'all. Thank you again, Make Heroism and Mary Kate Ultra for the sign. Uh, oh, I've yeah. got to re- I've got to rehang the glass pyramid underneath of it, but I'm going to sh- I'm going to lift it up some with this chain. It's going to be awesome. The chain's awesome with it. Yeah, a big old piece <laughs> of deck deck chain. You can use those chains to wrap around wheels for your road cases so they don't slide around on an incline. I got one. Good to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always nice to have a couple of chains around. Never know. Hell yeah. Y'all have a good rest of your night. Uh, I might be in and out, and uh, I will chat with y'all later. Sounds good, All brother. Right. Love you, boo. Love y'all, too. Uh, love you, two bowlers who... Uh... And I mean T-O-O bowlers, because there's actually T-H-R-E-E boosts still left to read so far. One from C. Brooklyn, 112 out of Podverse, 69-69. Woo! Thanks, 69! 69, dude! He said boost, uh, oh, he said no note, actually. Just a boost out of Podverse, so thank you, sir. And then we had a 69-69. 69! 69, dude! From Hey Citizen. Who said Boostagram theme song plus plus? High praise coming from that guy. Yeah. You guys really did uh, yeah. absolutely slay the shit out of it. And then uh, 11821 from Pfeiffer, which is, of course, a extended Missouri Smash boost. And he says, Birthday Foot Day. He was burst, uh, boosting, bursting. He was bursting out of uh, <laughs> podcast index. Ooh, can we call him bursts for just a little while? We can switch back to boost. Oh, yeah. Let's make it a thing. Yeah, so bursts. I'll not remember it all. <laughs> Burst. It Thank ac- you, Pfeiffer. Yes, we appreciate you, Pfeiffer. Much love. Fellow Missouri boy and fellow Uranus traveler. Yes. <laughs> yeah, truly. One of a kind. No doubt. It occurs to me that uh, there is a voicemail line at 816-607-3663 that I haven't checked. And of course, yes, there's stuff waiting in here. You want to hear some questions? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Hey, yeah. Just uh, cleaning the garage and opened up NAS. I was like, oh, yeah, my heroism and Mary-Kate Ultra were on there, you know? Hell yeah. Uh, Speaking of which... Uh, I guess Joey, the guy who plays Joey Gladstone, has like a podcast. Granted, I saw, I watched like the video version and stuff, but yeah, you know, so full circle here. Hmm. Joey Gladstone. I know it's all about the full house here. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got it. I got it. That was amazing. Oh, have you guys started uh, distinguishing between lavish and, and, and Booberry Mothman? Yeah. I still kind of do it actually because I, I listen to podcasts and then I listen to Donkey Speed and kind of like, wait, who's who's who? Like, I know it is, but also, yeah, anyway. Um, let's see. <laughs> who is who, anyway? <laughs> uh, any new hobbies since, since like the last, last time? Um, or anything you've given up? Any like something like, ah, oh, I was doing that and stopped doing it. And uh, let's see. Uh, just out here cleaning the garage. I can't remember if I mentioned that, but just really going through stuff because it's just kind of piled up and making an actual like space where it's not just junk. Um, Cleaning the garage, but, man. Uh, it's sort of like getting yeah, stoned, really. I, think I will just keep on asking questions. 
guys let things pile up, I know I'm, I'm one to start things, and I, I do not finish it. Is my wife is just pointing out. And oh yeah, kind of. Oh yeah, getting a little too. Uh, mm-hmm. Ever heard of a clip slip? Not just with. Not <laughs> Me just with, neither. Uh, you know, garage stuff, just kind of things in general. So talk about it and not doing it and uh-huh. or doing it halfway. So anyway, gotta get gotta get that down. Um, Halfway would be an improvement for me. I was going to ask a question about that, though. Yeah, how, how, what, what do you guys do? Like, are you one of those finishers? Are you started, or you get a whole bunch of projects going, or are you like Spencer, where you just got like a fatty list that seems to just grow and grow and grow? Call the fuck so, out! Props to that. Wow. Yeah, like that. Part of the habit. That's what I'm working on. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, this is just a Come into a man's house and you talk to him like that. Wow. <laughs> All right. We, we got bold. Happy birthday, my man. You can't tell him. And, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, the guy's that angry. He was on the show. And, uh, you know, whether or not you're standing next yeah. to an orange cone that fell off a truck. Oh, I've got a few of those. Uh-huh. You're yeah. listening to this. Talk about this person. Talk about that orange cone. Go and give it a good old hearty. Oh! Wow. Oh, man. Collar calling from a clean garage, but not really. A garage being cleaned. I think I'd rather have a... almost there. I swear. I'd way rather have a garage being cleaned than a clean garage. That's Is there such thing as a clean garage? A self-cleaning garage. That's what I would like. (laughs) I don't know. Not for long. Nope. Not for long. I think it happens every once in a while, but... Actually, I used to do this job called, uh, maybe I shouldn't say the name of it, Dryer Vent Wizard, where I would uh, install dryer vents and repair dryer vents and bullshit like that. And uh turns out people who could uh, pay a guy to come put the dryer vent in for them have really clean garages most of the time, but not all of the time. Huh. But most of the time. I was always a stand I'm like, wow, this garage is big as fucking clean. That's cool. The biggest fuck probably helps a lot. <laughs> I always think that. That's kind of how I justify my absurdity. When I look around at myself, I, I was like, well, you know, if I had eight more and they rooms, probably I had think I'd have like, a, uh, room to put shit in. <laughs> those, like, organizational, like, the things that people get installed in their closets and shit, yes. like, in their garage. And yeah. just, they, they got all the bells and whistles in their, yeah. their situations. They got all their shit figured out, man. See, I'm doing to them. There I go, man. They're probably like, No, we're not! We're fucked up too, just like you! <laughs> there's, a little, there's a little part of my soul that's not totally cynical that likes to think that they're fucked up too, just like that. Oh, just in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next caller is fucked up, just like me. So my question is about another card game like this. So whenever I was in kindergarten, they thought that I was stupid because I couldn't or wouldn't color inside the line. Uh-oh. And I went into T1, transitional first, and did all that. Then in first or second grade, I get taken into the counselor's office all by myself. And there was this, not really a card game per se, but there's they lined up these cards in like this random order. And there was like a match and a fire and a house and a fire engine and all this. And they said, okay, put these in order. I was like, okay, well, what do you mean? What kind of order? And they're like, well, whatever you think you should be, put it in. So I set it all up to where 
this fire truck shows up and then the match and then the fire and then the house, like the fireman said it, you know, <laughs> I've always been a little conspiracy crazy dude. And <laughs> it was come to find they out it's for like the gifted intelligence program. And I think they thought I was psycho after that, <laughs> but they needless to say, they didn't put me in the gifted and talented until later on. They did some sort of other test because I was on the academic team and, all this other fun stuff. and But, yeah, did you ever play those kind of psychological games in your counselor's school office? In the bowl. In the bowl. The transcription ends, uh, the very last three words are in the Bible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Thank you, caller. Oh. That reminds me yeah. of... Um... He's got art to show you guys that relates to that. Ooh. I like relating. It reminds me of um, the thing, the uh, the scene with a young John Locke from Lost, uh, where they're like, "Which of these items already belongs to you?" Yes, you remember that? Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> the knife. And he yeah. was right, and, and they, they were, were disappointed moving. in him. Yeah, he was like right, and they were mad about it. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Well, it like, sounded like that caller has a photographic memory. Just saying, that was very visual. Yeah, I could see the cards when he was, like, describing them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and, uh, oh, I I wanted to go back and um, answer Christopher Battle's question. Oh, yeah. If that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry I moved on too fast. (laughs) No, you're you're totally fine. Is it okay if I answer it? Of course, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, It was a hobby that you gave up on and i gave up on i played bass for a few years and oh. then i just gave up on it <laughs> i'm just like eh, i like listening to bass that's that's enough for me <laughs> no more slap of the bass nope just done go. with it i still play it in my head though <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah i do most of my drumming on uh Kids bellies. Just Is that a hobby you gave up? No. No, you can't give it up. Real drumming is what I gave up to to drum on my kids' bellies. Mm. It's just a better acoustic sound. It's like the thunk thunk. <laughs> and you can like smack a kid in the belly pretty hard and it's still pretty like nothing happens, you know? They're like, oh <laughs> they expect it to hurt and then it's like doesn't really hurt. Mm. Funny stuff. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, another one-on-one, and I also never heard a T1, by the way. I don't know how regional yeah, or whatever. Yeah, we didn't have that. You had that. On. Yes, I'm very excited about this caller. Yeah, he was in the uh, in the zone on this early, uh, early bright gifted program stuff. I'm always, I'm like you, uh, where I like people talking about it because it helps me remember more shit about it that I've forgotten. Yeah, it's like you're putting together a puzzle. You're yeah. like, oh, oh my God, literally autism symbol. I couldn't have. <laughs> <sighs> they took everything from us. But yeah, it's fascinating because everybody has such crazy experiences. And at the same time, we're going through similar tunnels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're getting funneled through the system, the institutions we st- in different ways. We like stood out in a certain way. 
and thus made an awkward situation for everybody else. They were like, maybe you should go over here at least a few times a week. <laughs> Get so yourself we can, sorted out. We can teach you some shit to keep an eye on you. Just sit with this lady and uh, do this little stupid activity for a little bit. Mm. There's always a woman. <laughs> it's it, Every yep. single time with me, when they took me out, it was always a woman. And it will always be a woman. Ah, see, I had the guy, and he made me uncomfortable. Oh, right. Don't, yeah. Will you? Mm. I like yeah. woman, though. Yeah, I would have preferred a woman, that's for sure. You got a warlock. <laughs> yeah. A mage. <laughs> a mage. <laughs> oh, my God. No, for real, though. You probably did. You yeah, wore a lot of dark purple. This is freaky. <laughs> I looked up uh, that private school where this happened to me. And it's now a school for autistic children. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Congratulations! <laughs> you found out. <laughs> it's 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 like Scooby Doo when they pull the mask off. That's what they did with your school. Yep. <laughs> like ha ha ha. Pink we paradise found- put up an autism spot. <laughs> Change the name and stuff. <laughs> What is it now? Or do you not want to say? I'm trying to figure that out. Mm, they knocked my school down. But it's now Behavioral Connections. And it was previously... Oh, that dirty. Previously, it was Joyful Learning. That's much mm. more wholesome. Which was fun. Yeah. And then it, as you grew older, you went into Southbrook Academy. Mm, I like that. Fancy sounding. Preppy. Yeah, very. <laughs> I didn't get there, though, because I got transferred to public school in third grade. Uh, That's just a great name to make people be like, well, we're really getting our dollars worth at Southbrook Elementary. Academy. <laughs> oh, Southbrook Academy, darling. Yes, yes. <laughs> Behavioral <laughs> connections now just sounds like some medical facility. That's what it is. Yep. Like, yeah, that's that type of name. Gross. Cause Medicine. Because they, they can't say all walls padded on the front door. They just... <laughs> Say behavioral connections. Yeah, because they can't say pill factory on the door. Connecting your behavior with the floor. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because it's true. I am thankful that my family never allowed the pill thing to happen for me. They're all like, always like, is that really necessary? No, Ah, she's probably better off without it. Base. So thanks, Grandma, Grandpa. Make heroism. Yeah, That's my parents left it up to me. Nice. Nice. Like, I remember the doctor, like, asking me, like, oh, but it'll be, like, better for you and this, that, and everything. I was like, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good plan at all. Smart. Yeah. Luckily, nobody offered me drugs, but everybody was like, you should think about going to therapy or something. Yeah. Counseling. So it was a counseling word. Ugh. Counseling. They said counseling back there. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't really feel like I need anything like that. Well, when I stopped growing in third grade, they said, hey, you're doomed to be short. Do you want some injections that could possibly make you taller? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, it was, I think it was like human growth hormone. And I just was like, no, I don't like needles. So that's a no from me. (laughs) What year was that? Oh, let's see. uh, Going into third grade, so around 2000. That's weird because I would look up because I didn't like being short. <laughs> I would look up 
like how to get taller and the only thing that i could find was like you have to break your bones and put oh yeah put know, them in your legs bones or something <laughs> but for you they offered hormones yep that's wild yeah there was a boy in my school that took them and uh, he didn't grow for a while but then he had a huge growth spurt in high school i don't know oh wow <laughs> huh well, I wish that I was is a little interesting. bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish <laughs> that was I had my a fucking jam. Good, I would call her. The uh, uh, the emo version of that, though, I forget who it was. Uh, there was an emo, an emo cover version of by an emo band, and I loved it. I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> I don't know. I'm imagining. I've never it heard was, the emo. It was version. just fast. It was like I wish I was a little bit taller. It was like that. Okay. I was like, yeah, that hits the spot. Which was a baller. <laughs> I get you. I get this next caller, too. Uh-oh. Hit it okay. Hey, There you go. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Uh, in the bowl. I just wanted to... Uh, I didn't actually have a question. I just wanted to say happy birthday to Mr. Booberry, as well as uh, give a salutation to Mr. Uh, Make Heroism and Mary-Kate. So, uh, yeah, in the bowl, and I'm going to listen to tonight. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. In the bowl. God damn it, every single time. <laughs> <laughs> we got a present at the end. Hi, Pfeiffer. Pfeiffy. Pfeiffy, I just want to say that the, uh, the uh, transcription comes out to Happy Birthday to Mr. Blueberry. As well as giving salutations to Mr. Main Characterism. <laughs> oh my god, it evolved. <laughs> Make like heroism suffering from yeah. suffering from main characterism. Wow. I came down wow. <laughs> I came down with protagonistism. You should be that for Halloween. <laughs> the main characterism. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but you could hire someone, figure it out. Make it work. You could just be like, I'm the characterism main. <laughs> no, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. This next caller is not. Thank you for the wonderful uh, back and forth. That was, I was just sitting listening, smoking a cigar for a oh, while. Oh, you're uh, welcome. Quite relaxing. I had similar experience to, seems like most everybody with uh, the... Uh, Bunch of smart tars in here, man. Where uh, <laughs> I was, I'm saying uh, a lot. Um, uh, sorry. You should I be sorry. Had a second grade teacher that was awful, and they seemed to think that maybe she was like targeting kids to like uh, pick on, which she was uh, <laughs> pretty much. Wow. And. Because a lot of us went from, like, A students in first grade to, like, C students in second grade, which uh, is quite a drop Yeah, to go through. Uh, so they tested, quite a, like, a group of us, and they did it under the guise that they were going to put us into the gifted program that, uh, you know, the smart kids that were in that was what they called Strive at the time. Strive. Uh, I really didn't know what was going on until years later when my mom told me. Uh, what it was all about, because apparently the parents were like in, uh, informed as far as what was going on. They didn't want to hurt the kids' feelings, which um, at the time, you know, I think if it was nowadays, my mom probably would have 
pulled me out of the fucking school and started homeschooling me. Like, yeah. uh, sounds like a lot of people did. Uh, and I've experienced that, uh, with other people currently, uh, well, I shouldn't say currently, like through the early, you know, 2000s and to mid to late, uh, 2000s homeschooling their kids. Uh, one in particular, my neighbor across the street that homeschooled their kids for, Two of their two of their kids for like four years. Uh, both of those kids are all three of their kids are very smart, but uh, the youngest kid in that family got like a full ride to Alabama in chemicals uh, engineering. Uh, she ended up going to like the smart school here because they got like a advanced program for the smart kids. Uh, but yeah, I kind of. I got that kind of label, and I think it followed me throughout uh, junior high and high school because I was always in, like, a special study hall where I was always, like, helping other kids uh, do their homework and stuff like that. Uh, and the funny thing is is that, like, in junior high, that was the only place that really had uh, a computer where you were actually learning something outside of, like, uh, daily, like, office work processing, uh, spreadsheet bullshit. Uh, that they had on mm-hmm. computers, which kind of can. Oh, oh, oh. Fell off a cliff. Kind of cut them off. We call that the three minute wall. And it can sneak up on you and make you go splat. That's okay. We got to. Seamless. Uh, that was. Uh, Seamless. Lotus, probably notes, I think. Lotus Maybe. notes. I know there was a DOS version of Lotus that was probably like an educational version. Uh, that we were learning like formulas and stuff like that in high school, but like uh, outside of that, if you wanted to do programming, it was in electronics. And if you like, oh yeah, like a robotics club, class, your counselor would pull you down and be like, "You sure? You really sure you can handle that? You know, uh, can you <sighs> can you really handle that class?" And, uh, <laughs> kind of almost that. to discourage you from going into that class, which. Uh-huh. Uh, my dad did, and I think that's one of the good things that my dad did, considering uh, just how he was throughout the years, was my dad was really adamant about getting me into that class, and I think that helped going forward. That and CAD classes that mm-hmm. I had, which when I signed up for the CAD classes, it was again, too. It was, uh, you really sure uh, that you're the level of... Uh, yeah, right. And the funny thing is, towards the end of that class, I was one of the... <clears throat> top people as far as being able to figure out stuff inside of CAD. Uh, and a the teacher of the class actually lived and still lives uh, in a house down the road from me right now. Um, and he was the one that actually pushed me towards going to uh, college classes for CAD and stuff like that. And then uh, uh, after I had a short stint away at a university uh that uh, had too much of a social life. But, yeah, but the whole education system, I think, uh, they try to put you in a hole. They try to put it in your you hole. if you don't fit in that hole, then you're special, and we got to do something different with you. we got to treat you like weird until you conform. Yeah. is kind of what I get from just what everybody is saying and my experience. It just seems it's very uh, conformist uh, mentality when it comes to school districts. Oh, yeah. In the bowl. In the bowl. In the bowl. Ugh, bunch of conformists. 
They're not even goths. They're vampire kids. Yeah, that's my experience in the education system, I think. <laughs> like, pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's it's weird how similar they are. The, all the stories have, like, a, a thread through them. Yeah. Yeah, that's why when you posted that on Substack, it just resonated with me. And probably why you were listening to some ramble we did where you were like, oh, that <laughs> makes me want to write this. Yeah, and it was like, it was really brief, too. I was like, they're probably going to think I'm crazy for pointing this out, but <laughs> I don't care. It, no, ma'am. It really triggered something. No, but definitely not crazy. He's a smart tard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Smartest tards on earth. That's uh, really fun. <laughs> There's a lot of homeschool uh, overlap around here, too, in the... Um, Weird Streamington. Yeah. Just uh, certain weirdness. I don't know. It's like uh, a bunch of us escaped the whatever robo thing that they were programming us to be. Um, and that's the only reason why we found each other now, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they programmed us right into each other, too. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, who cares? <laughs> Magnets work. I guess. Yeah. Magnets work. This next caller did work to slide into the bolt literally just now. So was anybody familiar with the Scholastic team? Scholastic? So I was talking about my with my wife about this the other day. Okay. And she's like, Scholastic meets? What, what's a Scholastic meet? And she's a smart girl, and she went, you know, to a similar school. And I was like, well, it's with it where you go and you take this test. You just, that's, that's, that's the thing. You just take a test and whoever scores the highest, you know, gets first place. Okay. It's like a 200 question test. You know, it takes an hour to do. Like a thinkathon. And so this was in high school. And I was in this uh, economics type social studies class. And I was always in trouble because I was, you know, uh, arguing with the teacher and telling her she was wrong and Uh-oh. proving it on paper. Then, you know, coming weeks and times, I had this thing where that. I'd like to do uh, research and prove people wrong. They really hate or that. Or just go against the grain. And uh, so she was always mad at me. And then we did the stock market game. And we was in teams of three. And she hooked me up with these, this one really stupid kid in this... <laughs> kind of average kid and me mm. put me in whatever class you want to it don't matter like the red one and, and blue we ended up getting like fourth place in the nation and second place in the state so Holy we had to go down to the state capitol and accept some award and you know met some cute arkansas girls but uh nice after that she started sending me on these scholastic meets which i'd never heard of at the time and I showed up to this one down in, uh, it was a southwestern Oklahoma state or whatever college that is down there in Weatherford. And I wore my nice overalls, you know, my iron, pretty blue, not faded at all overalls. Stepping out. It was for uh, business ethics. Mm -hmm. Everyone in the hall was, oh, I took, you know, so many years, I got two years of business and this and that. And I'm like, 
a junior in high school. We we're all in high school. I'm like, and they're like, well, what did you take? Because I'm looking over here like this podunk motherfucker. And I'm like, my school ain't got nothing like that. We're poor. And uh come to find out, I got first place in the thing. They're all just these big-eyed, rich freaking kids. And I'm just sitting over here in my overalls. Hey, yeah, I beat you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we went to other colleges and... Oh, people love that. The time went fast. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. The question was, have you guys ever heard of Scholastic Paint? Thank you for your time in the bowl. I'm finishing up tacos on the grill out here. Oh, yeah. All right. That sounds perfect. I love listening to you guys. Oh, we love you, caller. Tacos all around. Scholastic meat or Scholastic... uh... I remember that being, like, a a thing in TV shows. Like, Boy Meets World had its, like, Scholastic team episode. And, like, I think Doug had an episode, too. Oh, Oh, yeah. It was, like, a theme in, like, 90s sitcom-esque type shows or whatever. Mm. I think because that was, maybe it was before our time. So, our TV shows for us were made by people who went to Scholastic things. Yeah, and they they kind of shared their experience. I remember it that way too. They were like Billy Madison, like had that big scholastic like thing to get him through high school. Then that was like a I don't know, like it seemed like that actually happened at some point Mm -hmm. or another. Like they had like competitions for like knowledge, but no, I I don't remember anything like that in school. My scholastic experience was just like merch. It was like Scholastic Day. Yeah. Come buy books. Come buy bookmarks. Yeah. Come buy books. Captain buy. Underpants. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the book fairs. I got those motherfucking uh, science kits from Magic School Bus. That was actually... Yes! The first, I like... Uh, died for those. That was, like, the first time I ever got, like, a rock that I knew what it was. That started me on my fucking rock journey. It was the one about rocks and they sent you a little piece of obsidian and a little piece of pumice stone and they were like the pumice floats whoa a rock that floats man <laughs> and i was like yeah this is fucking cool i always used to put my pumice stone in water like a cup of water just like all the fucking time I'm like oh it still floats fuck yeah pumice floats it's a rock it floats <laughs> did you see this rock it floats <laughs> the coolest thing i've ever seen <laughs> I'm just picturing teachers and guidance counselors and doctors and scientists crowded behind you freaking out over this. And they're like, he's brilliant. It's perfect. Like Doctor. an operating theater, but like a guy yes. with a fucking rock and a cup of water. Get Doctor, more is, is, is that a rock? <laughs> he Why, yes. something that glows in the dark. But it's floating. It cannot be. It is floating on the water. <laughs> Yeah, man. I was psyched about that. Uh, kids around me did something called Quiz Bowl, but I don't know what the fuck it was about. Or I never I participated. I want to go to that. <laughs> but I just heard people say Quiz Bowl a lot. Like, uh, Quiz Bowl, we Quiz Bowl, the Quiz Bowl. I, my cousins did something like it, too. I don't know if it was called Quiz Bowl. I remember <laughs> my parent or my grandparent being like, yeah, your cousin, uh, he won uh, whatever it was, Quiz Bowl, maybe. Might have been a Quiz Bowl thing. He won because he knew uh, Waning Gibbous, <laughs> and he was just like always so like blown away of like your cousin knew Waning Gibbous, and I was like, 
Hey, Wayne and Gibbs, man, dog. Everybody knows what Wayne and Gibbs is, man. It's like where the moon's getting smaller, dog. Quiz bowl after bowl. <laughs> Quiz bowl wow. after bowl. Yes! <laughs> I haven't heard of either of those things. <laughs> yeah. No quiz bowls? No. Just uh, the green, green bowls of home? That's right. Oh, man. Well, damn. We are almost about to hit the three-hour mark. Isn't that insane? That is ludicrous. It's like uh, a sneeze and uh, wham. All this time goes by. Cause it's. Good. Oh, I remember mathletes. It's a. Uh, it's good people's chatting. Mathletes, I've heard of only in the movies. But mostly, yeah, like as comedic reference or something. Mm-hmm. Like usually it'd be like mathlete, and then like a laugh track. That's like the context I've heard mathletes in mostly. Mathletes can't jump. This track is hot. Oh, yeah. Hot tracks for your hot summer nights. How else would uh, Blueberry's birthday go down? It's got to be this way. Some good, uh, good old friends. You know, it's like new friends, but old friends. You guys, I feel like we've uh, known you for ages. Soul friends. For real. Soul friends. Thanks for hanging out. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much for having us. Of course. You guys rule all the time. Always. You rule. Yeah, you guys too. You rule school.com. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Keep killing it. And Lorian and Mary Kay, you guys better be doing some songs soon. Some more. I loved it. It was so We're fucking cool. Cartoon band now. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! And uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday we're gonna do uh, more games. Killer! So uh, come by, check it out, everybody. Sick! Hang out. You know I'll be there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get yeah. some live item tag bullshit going Ooh, okay. by then. I like that idea. Um, not sure how, but you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Fuck around. That's right. Gotta fuck around a little bit to find out. Well, thanks again, guys. Hell yeah. And thank you guys. And thank you bowlers out there for listening and calling in and boosting in and all the great shit you guys do. Uh, being part of this big, wide, loving bowl that we've got going on. We're going to be back at it Tuesday night, right around 9 p.m. Central, after DHN uh, Unplugged wraps up on the No Agenda stream. Till then... You can count on me to be Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. And I'll be Dame DeLorean. And I've been Mary-Kate, possibly. And uh, I'll always be Make Heroism. Till next time, bowlers. May your bowls burn ever brighter. This is a new live son of a bitch. Let's blame it on the weed, everybody. Bull after bull. Do you know how bad you sound? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Most indeed. Uh, I mean, yes, yes, yes. This is bait. Now.
lots of weed.